0: I'm your host Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show. All right. For some reason, when I'm typing in the chat right here, there's look For those of you who are on the MP4 file, for some reason, when I'm typing into the chat here, let's try it again. It's not going to the Facebook chat. Not quite sure what's going on with that. Let me double check over here and make sure that I'm on Facebook. I am on Facebook. Right? Let's see here. Uh, let me make sure I'm live on Facebook because it said I was live on Facebook just a second ago when I was trying to go live on Facebook. For some reason, maybe it dropped me and I didn't go live on Facebook. Right? Yeah, it looks like for some reason, uh, I don't know why, but it didn't put me live on Facebook. I'll have to figure out why. <clears throat> because I said to go live on Facebook. Let me double check my StreamYard stream here and see what's going on with that. Um, because it's supposed to be live on Facebook and for some reason no it's showing that I am live on page oh I think I went live on my channel not on the Facebook channel that's what happened I went live on my page didn't I I went live on my personal page I wasn't paying attention I hit the button let me double check that if that's the case then I'll have to forward that to the uh, other uh, page here if I can get my uh move there so I apologize for that Slight technical difficulty because I went live not on Orion Rising. It looks like I went live on my personal wallpaper, so I'll have to start a um, watch party over there. So hold on one second while I take care of this technical difficulty. There I am on my page. So let me share that over there to Orion Rising and give Orion Rising a watch party uh, in the group here. Let me see here. Let's see more options and. Uh, share to a page, right? No. So, uh, hold on a second here. Uh, I just want to go public. I don't want to go public. I want to go to... Uh, it's not helping. It's annoying me. So let's just get out of that. Hit share, and I'll copy it because it's not letting me share it to a uh, page from here. It wants to, to, uh, want to go to groups, but not to a uh, page. That's kind of annoying, right? Yeah, that's annoying. Okay, well, then we'll start a watch party here and share it from there. What do you think about that, right? Okay. so I apologize for that. For those of you who are over here on my personal page, hi, is not for some reason it's not translating over into the chat uh, over here. So we'll have to see what we can do about that, right? See if I can get that to uh, share out and start a watch party over there. So we'll share in public and see what that held, right? Okay, so we shared that public and now I'll grab it here and we'll see if I can get it to to copy it. I don't know why. Oh, here I know how to do that. What am I doing? All right, hold on one second here and we'll have that taken care of. Now I have to mute this because, of course, it unmutes it when you do this. Right? So, okay. All right, so I apologize for that. I was in a hurry and I was trying to get it to sync up with. with, youtube because i'm on a new channel there and i'll post that to you guys as well so you can see that for those of you who listen on uh, uh, um, youtube i got you know got my stuff uh erased from youtube right uh last week when i downsized the the amount of uh, uh or i restricted their access because youtube and google had complete access to every part of my life so when i uh, uh da- downsource that to where they couldn't have access to everything they of course kicked me off the platform deplatformed me on orion rising so uh now i'm on my other channel i had two other channels so i already had some videos posted there and that's where I'm live now on YouTube on my other channel uh so what we'll do here hold on a second now why is this doing this now because i'm doing this my computer's tripping because i'm moving too fast for it here because i'm trying to get this stuff posted right Cause uh, it's annoying. right? Let go, please. There we go. All right. So I got that posted here, a link to uh, to that, and a couple other places. So uh, I do apologize for those of you who are expecting it to be on Orion Rising. It is up there now, but uh, the, you guys are over there on uh, Facebooks. So I'll have to jump, or on YouTube, so I'll have to jump back and forth to actually see you guys in the chat there, because the chat is for whatever reason. Links from a page in a group over, but it doesn't link from my personal wall, uh, the chat. So if you guys are in there, because I can see, like, Denise is in there, Tony's in there. So uh, welcome, guys. Uh, I'll have to, like, watch that chat for whatever reason. Uh, And let me go back over here and copy this. For those of you who are watching, and you couldn't find me before on uh, YouTube because it got uh, um, deleted. Here is, oh, I'm going to put this over here, and that's going to be on YouTube, so that's no good. Hold on. Let me come over here and drop it for you guys on Facebook. So, you guys, if you're if you found me on Facebook because you couldn't find me on YouTube because the channel's been deleted, that's the new channel. It's under my name, right? You can see that there uh, in the chat, right? Reese, welcome. Like I said, share this out, guys, because uh, for some reason I inadvertently pressed the button to go live on my wallpaper instead of Orion Rising, and there's probably people waiting there. So I posted it there, but I'll have to monitor the chat. So I apologize for those of you. If it takes me a while to catch you in the chat because the chat uh, uh, isn't there. Now that I posted that in that chat, it's there. So weird because I posted it in the chat and the chat came up. So somebody say something in the Facebook chat and we'll see if it comes up in here. Now that I posted something in the Facebook chat, it actually came up with a link in here that I can see it. So I don't know why your guys isn't coming up in here when you say something in that chat. Facebook, got to love them. Okay, so share this out, share this out, share this out, right? Hold on, I got that banner up that's saying please share. Let me take that down. Uh, Share this out. So it is Friday. We are going to be talking about, as you can see, living the law of one. Not just the law of one. I I entitled it that. It was inspired by uh, Jacqueline Taylor. I hadn't talked to her for God. Uh, Probably nine months. We've been busy on our own little worlds. And and recently we reconnected uh, last week and we were talking yesterday, last night. And I was talking about uh, possibly going back on being prodded by many people, including the universe to go back and start over on the law of one, even though five years ago I started it, it was in 2017, by the way, when I started the law of one October and I did it for two years and 10 months. And um, now considering how far I'm advanced from where I was five years ago, I go back and I, and I start reading it now. And I catch the, I was nowhere near ready to catch five years ago. So uh, you know, I got the basic stuff in five years ago, but now I'm seeing things that are, far more advanced uh, than that, so I may go back and start doing it all over again and talk about uh, not only the beginning uh, stuff again, but the other stuff that I have unlocked that I didn't realize, uh, you know, even I, I mentioned that even David Wilcock uh, probably died ah, six months ago, eight months ago was when I kind of discovered the same thing. He was talking about something that was a prophecy that he didn't catch in the in the very beginning, and he talked about that. And I was like, how did I miss that? That can't be right. And I went back and read that actual Paragraph and was like, oh my god, how did I miss this? So it was weird that I didn't see it. But you know, we evolved. So uh, scary thing, right? <laughs> that uh, uh, that uh, that that uh, worked out that way for uh, everybody involved. So um, you know, we're going to uh, take a re look at that. So she's actually talking about now living the law of one, and I realized that that's why I put it in the description that it's the Hermetica, it's the Tao, it's the it's the Buddha, it's all those things because they're all the same thing they're all, uh, the, the Buddha and the Dao Te King were never invented to be any kind of religious uh, 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 context whatsoever. It was the way, the way to, to free your soul. So it wasn't really, the Buddha did not want it to be a religion, but it turned out to be that. Uh, it's still not really, but it kind of is, you know what I mean? Uh, so you look at all of these, these ideal uh, or the spiritual ideologies of the world that, that we find that um thank you uh thank you reese for sharing that today. i got that notification that you shared that video. <laughs> Thank you, for that, brother uh like i said share this out share this out so we can get it out there to people so people can uh, re- you know reacquire where i'm at everybody was either on youtube or facebook and today like i said we, we weren't going live on uh, i hit the wrong button and we went live on my personal page on youtube on facebook instead of orion rising but we linked it there and you guys are sharing it out and I. Uh, and then now my YouTube page has been deleted uh, off of the platform. So I had to use a, a, you know, a different email account where I had already set up another channel. I have another channel as well uh, set up already that I've had for, I don't know, 10 years or so uh, on on YouTube. I had three YouTube channels. But I, actually, I think I have four, but three that I use. Uh, and I was putting videos up there. This one that I was doing, if you go there, you'll see where I have uh, entitled The Way. And I started talking about The Way, The Down. Uh, and it was, you know, I was writing the book The Way before I realized there was the book called the Tao Te Ching, the way of, of you know, the, the way, the book of the way. Uh, so, so many other people have called, you know, that the way, the way, you know, I mean, Jesus has been called it the way. And many other uh, people were trying to explain the way, even the, the Buddha, the Buddha way is the way, it's the Tao. It's the, you know, it's, the, it's everything, it's the Hermetica, like I said, it's the, the book of truth, it's all the book of Philip, it's all those books and scrolls that were hidden. Taken out of the Bible for either reasons of nefariousness, because they didn't want us to know the information, uh, or and or and slash, or they didn't understand the information themselves, and they didn't want to look stupid when people would ask them questions, "What does this mean?" So they just took it out of the Bibles uh, you know, altogether because that way they didn't have to worry about it. And we know that that's pretty much the you know the truth of of that whole shebang. We have an idea that that's what was going on. Okay, so we're going to talk about that kind of stuff. So, like I said, please share this out uh, to, to everybody in the world, and we'll, we'll get involved in that. Uh, like I said, now I, I don't know how many people are here because the where the weird link is. I don't know who's watching me on on what because it didn't link my uh, personal page. <laughs> it was weird. And I can't now because I've already started the broadcast. I can't go back. Maybe I can't. Let me see if I can edit this without taking this off air and shoot it uh, out there to them as well. I'm going to try it. it what happens. Um, and so, yeah, I just, uh, now I should be on, uh, Orion Rising. So I'm, I'm triple casting now. I'm on, on Facebook, to my personal page on Facebook to Orion Rising live and on YouTube. So let's type something into the chat and see, hey, hey, hey. <clears throat> and the chat's there. So now we are live on Facebook, on two places on Facebook and on my new YouTube channel. So share this out, share this out, share this out. That works out. For those of you who are on my uh, uh, wallpaper for my personal, go to the Facebook or, you know go to uh, Orion Rising because anything you type in that chat will now come into this chat, so I'll be able to read what you're saying without having to jump back over and monitor the chat. So for those of you who are there, uh, please uh, Reese and, and Denise and whoever else was over there on my page on Facebook, go ahead and jump over to Orion Rising on Facebook. That way I can see you, Julie. Right. You found me. That's because it was all I was bouncing all over the place. Julie, I had accidentally not hit the uh, uh, Orion Rising on Facebook and hit my wallpaper again and my new YouTube page, which there's a link there uh, in the chat, you you can see, uh, to my new channel on YouTube. It's actually not a new channel, but it's going to be where Orion Rising will be posted from now on uh, because Orion Rising was, in fact, deleted uh, off of the platform. This channel and another channel that I already had that I wasn't using as much. Uh, for orion rising but for other purposes this one was for the way uh and then i started putting orion rising here and i have another one that i was doing videos where i create videos if you guys are involved in my ancient aliens worldwide project pardon me i have my foot up and you know that i make videos uh for ancient aliens worldwide and then i also do, uh videos just for the fun of it right so those videos are up on another channel uh as well so if anything ever happens right wayne welcome now i see you guys are here like jumping on there, right? <laughs> so, thank you. Kathy, welcome. Right, Julian, I'm glad that you guys, I, I apologize for not being on there uh, as soon as possible, but I hit the wrong button and put myself on my wallpaper for Leonard O'Neill, my page on, uh, my wallpaper on, on Facebook, instead of Orion Rising. So then I thought, oh, let me try it, and see if I can uh, stream three, because I do pay for that, right? So, instead uh, so I'm, I'm on Facebook on my personal page, Facebook on Orion Rising, and now I'm on YouTube, my new channel. So those of you who unfortunately hate Facebook or don't like Facebook, and you'd rather watch me on YouTube, that's going to be the channel where I'm going to be at. and It's under my name, Leonard O'Neill. Okay, so uh, that's where the archives will be for Orion Rising now on YouTube. And the rest of this stuff I'm not going to put back up on YouTube because it would take me far too long to put up over 600 episodes. You'll have to go to Orion Rising and listen and, and check them out there if you want to go back in you know, five years, almost six years now in time uh, to watch all those old videos, right? Uh, but like I said I'm seriously considering redoing the law of one and going through that again from beginning to end uh, on every Friday uh, it, you know we'll see how that turns out it seems to be something that you know it's just like as if I were talking about the Tao, like what I threw in there today or the or the Buddha or the hermetica it's all the same knowledge right so uh, I'll be I'll be playing around with all of that like I normally do and talking about all that like I normally do right so feel free to ask questions as we go here so what does it mean, living law of one? Right. That that's just the generic blanket. If you look at the description, you see that I have it blanketing for all ways because they're all the same, right? The Hermetica and the Tao and the and the Buddha, uh, you know, the Book of Truth, Philip, you know, all of those things. The uh, uh, you know even uh, Hermes, right? Hermes, trismegistus uh, and the and and that's where you get the Hermetica and the, the uh, different books that are there, uh, including. Uh, the Mary Magdalene uh, Chronicles and, uh, you know, Judas and uh, William and Peter and Daniel and David and Elijah and all those Jude and all of those uh, prophets, including Ezekiel and, you know, every prophet from every religion that you can imagine, their message was all the same. Right? And, and you know, including uh, Mesopotamian Chronicles, the the Viking Chronicles, we've talked about them before. So, pick one it doesn't matter they're all the same right just got here links links the the new <laughs> new please good luck right yeah so yeah you just got here you got the new links right so yeah Then you know if you look up all in the in the chat there let put put here again here's the link to uh to my new youtube channel because the other one got deleted because uh, i limited access to um youtube and google all of my information because they were they were into every aspect of my life. They knew my bank records, they knew my passwords, they knew everything, including every word that I said on the internet, on the telephone, chat, everything. They were plugged into all that when I limited their access, they de So I went to my other email. They deleted that email account that was uh, Orion Rising for across the board for Google. It took Orion Rising down from Google, so I just moved over to Another email account that I had already had with a new channel and already just started pushing. It. Right. So let's see, Peter. Welcome, my friend from Ireland. Welcome, uh, buddy. So uh, really quick, I want to announce that tomorrow and I'm going to put this up here for you guys to see. Tomorrow is the sacred awakening. Right. We have a uh, the paid event. Right. We're charging people for this retreat for the day. and We're going to have what do we have? One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six speakers who are going to speak tomorrow on the solstice and the full moon, by the way. Today's the full moon. And tomorrow's the solstice we're going to be speaking. Uh, We're going to be starting at, it looks like 9 a.m. Pacific time. I thought it was 10 a.m., but it looks like that's mountain time. So it's going to be 9 a.m. I'll get a a confirmation on that uh, 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 tomorrow. uh, In the morning, 9 a.m. Pacific time. And we have a link, which I will also link to you here in a moment. Let me go back over here because I had jumped uh, from where I was uh, on our um, pirate cast on Skull Island. Let me go back to Skull Island and I will give you the link uh, to, if you guys want to get tickets, uh, they're they're going quick. We don't don't have a lot left. Um, Let me share this. Let's see if I can copy this right here. And if not, I'll just go to the link. Nope, it's being annoying. Let me go to the link and I'll copy this and I'll and I'll put it in the chat for you that'll get you there. I sh- I could just give you the one for uh, uh for the um, um pirate cast on Facebook, but I'll give you the link here. Copy that, I'm gonna put that in the chat here for you guys. So this will go out in the chat. You'll actually see this is the link to buy tickets for tomorrow. It's up there, at least it popped up for yep, it got both it got on Facebook and YouTube. So there's the link for Sacred Awakenings myself. Uh, Miguel de la Pena, Aaron Fowler, psychic shaman, uh, his wife Norma uh, Rasmussen, who is uh, uh, also a, a really good—you um, know, she's also—I expect everybody's a minister. All, all four of us that are do Skull Island, but uh, you know, she's going to do some other stuff on there. I'm going to be doing Reiki because I'm a Reiki master teacher. I will be Reikiing you guys, uh, and we'll, I'll be teaching you techniques on how to free your soul and, and enter into that experiencer category of, of, getting, uh, of raising your vibration to the point of being above where your thinking mind can reach you and above where the out of reach of your thinking mind and your ego. You will be in a place, and I do this quite often, for those of you who know that 30-second thing that I do where I have you close your eyes and breathe, uh, and I'll show you uh, different techniques that you get into that naturally and don't know that you do tomorrow. We'll get into more detail, but today we're going to kind of preface that with living the law of one, and uh, that being, uh, you know, what is it, how is it that I can uh, achieve these things in normal life? You have to realize that there is nothing outside of yourself that's going to come and save you. Okay. That which is outside of yourself that was going to come here to save you has already happened 12 times in the history of this planet. Okay. It has happened 12 times in the history of the planet. It's already been shown the way is already there for you to follow. All you have to do is, is pick one of those caricatures in, uh, in whatever pantheon, uh, that, in whatever era that uh, suits you, it, because there is one in every one. I mean, including the Bohemians with the Vikings, Thor, right? Thor, son plays the part, is the part of the hero character, the savior character that is the same exact storyline and character and outcome as Jesus Christ as Marduk, okay, as Mohammed, as uh, David, as any of those people, including Moses, everyone who has taken on the role throughout time, Ra. You know, throughout time, these, these characters in different places around the world have taken on this, this exact same persona in their religious context or their philosophical, spiritual context in their texts themselves, the scrolls of their ancient ways the story of the creation of every every entire nation in history that we still have the story of and their creation story. It is identical to every creation story that has ever been told. The difference is the, the semantics between male and female dominated religious ideologies, that's it. Whether you have a, a monotheistic male god or a monotheistic female goddess, or you have a god and goddess. Or you have a god-goddess that is a god-goddess head that is dual, that is asexual. Through that, from that, the savior character, the son character, the character that was given birth to by the god or the goddess or the god and the goddess, is still the same character in every single pantheon. Okay, And in the last one that, that came here would have been the Jesus factor. Okay, Now, in the Hebrew uh, religion, uh, the Judeo-Christian, uh, also you know, offshoot of that, uh, and the Judeo-Muslim uh, uh, offshoot from the Judeo uh, religion uh, is all the same backstory. It's all the same. Okay, so all those stories with this, the hero with a thousand faces that was written by Joseph Campbell when he discovered that back in the '40s, uh, and he died. And I don't remember exactly when, but I believe it was in the '80s or something that he passed. I don't know for certain, but it was. We had technology, and he was in Technicolor, a real color, doing interviews before he had died, so he was around into the '80s. Possibly in the '90s before he died, he made that connection as well. One of the few contemporaries that actually made that uh, connection between all of all of the ideologies of the of the known universe, uh, known world that we have, uh, that, that showing that that is exactly so. Sacred awakenings tomorrow uh, on the solstice is uh, also part of the three-year cycle of doing these things worldwide. A worldwide project where we are. Uh, raising the human resonance of the world we have one going on right now, right? Uh, Washer's uh, talk is putting on literally as we speak, they have one I spoke on last Saturday on their day one. Today is Friday, so that's day seven, if you count Saturday.' Uh, day seven and they're they're, they're doing like a twenty two day, something crazy, right? So they're gonna be doing that for a while uh, every day. So it's pretty insane. It's kind of cool. So well, thank you, Don says, brilliant mate. Good luck. You know, right? Every soul, right, from from Albany, Western Australia. Uh, yeah, universal divine law of one, right? Yeah. So you know, we we're looking into, you know, the entire and you know, your Aborigines there in Australia. Uh, they've known this forever I've been trying to tell people, and they kept it secret for a long time, like uh, like the natives here in America, in North America, the Hopi and the, and the and the like here, the North of America, North North American uh hemisphere uh and we're keeping it secret for a very long time and they came out about four or five years ago and started talking about it as did the uh aborigines uh, around the world in australia and then they started really buckling down and telling us just prior to this three-year activation event so this is now year three and we have been uh having a global effort for the last you know two and a half years now uh because we are at the halfway point of this of this year uh with the solstice, you know, we, well, the summer would put it at the halfway. So we're at the spring uh, equinox. So we're we're one, you know, six, you know, halfway uh, between three months between the so nine months for the year, uh, and that is the end of the three-year cycle. So in December of this year, we'll end the three-year cycle of every full moon, every new moon, every quarter moon, every half moon, every uh, solstice, every half solstice, every quarter solstice. We have been doing uh, these events worldwide that we're putting together, some we have put together that are worldwide, where we've had speakers from eight, ten continents, you know, eight continents around the world and or eight countries, seven continents, every continent and, and different places around the world that have been speaking and, and just crazy events that we've put on. Uh, the biggest one is the one that they're putting on right now that I spoke uh, on day one uh, and they, they put together like there's so many speakers, it's insane. I don't know anybody who's able to watch all of it because it literally is 12 hours a day for 22 straight days. I think the people who run it are really going to be the only ones that are going to see all of every single episode, right? Uh, So it's kind of crazy. Celeste, welcome. Right? Welcome. So, right? Yeah, 15 is the Ides of March, right? Yeah, so the Ides of March was the 15th, which was just two days ago, three days ago. Today's the 18th, right? So the 15th was the Ides of March. So not only do we have... This full moon, which started basically on the 15th, it was almost 100% waxed at that point, right? Uh, Because today is, I mean, if you go by the calendar, the calendar is always off by two days. I don't know why that is. They can't figure that that crap out I was about to test. I I look at the calendar and I'm like, that's not the full moon. That's what you guys say it is. But the full moon actually happened prior to that. And so they're a little bit late on the calendar. They say the full moon, I think the apex is like tonight. And the truth is the apex was last night or today during the day. So They're always off a ways, quite a ways, right? So you have the Ides of March, uh, and and that just happens. So think about the energy there. And now we have this full moon, which is a super moon. We have not had a non super moon in the three year cycle. If you guys have been paying attention to that, there has not been an ordinary full moon in two and a half years. Some of us paid attention to that. When this cycle began of activation, from the three energy, which is the human energy, not the Schumann. Which I love the fact that the Schumann resonance is named after a guy named Schumann, but it sounds human, right? Human resonance because it actually means the resonance of the human experience and our vibration. But they named it after the guy who, who, is rightly so, is named Schumann. Uh, so it so it's basically the human resonance, the Schumann resonance. Means the same thing. So I kind of like uh, the parody, the way the universe played with that, right? Yeah, 3 a.m. this morning, Celeste said, was the actual. I thought it was something like that, right? Uh, so 3 a.m. this morning, was that, was that New York Times, Celeste, or was that West Coast time? or, or what? So 3 a.m. somewhere, uh, uh, you know, either East Coast or West Coast America time this morning was the apex of the full moon, okay? So I was right, and that was just going by field. You know what I mean? I'm in tune with that. A lot of people are. So I was like, yeah, they say the full moon is tonight or tomorrow, and that's good. already happened, right? Don't don't, don't get me wrong. It's just barely starting to wane now. The full moon will still be in effect until it's noticeably waning tomorrow night. And then you'll be able to tell that it's waning and there's a sliver missing from it. So it's still full. That's why we say that that three-day time period where it's waxing full and waning our naked eye done, we can't tell the difference in the energy or the or the actual uh, waxing or waning because it's so close to full, then full, then so close to full again as it's waning, that for almost 72 hours, right? Or at least 48 to almost 72, 36 to 48 hours, uh, that it, it appears and feels full to us because of the energy. So for a three day time period, it affects the human race, the planet, our tides and everything else the uh, animals kingdoms so if, if the moon is affecting that kind of stuff then obviously it has a, a greater effect than we realized on our spirituality as well right not just our thinking mind not just our body but it rules the, the some of the laws of the universe you know they start to breathe you know it's like neo when he was reflecting and the whole the whole matrix around him went whoa, whoa, whoa. so the moon kind of creates that same effect with us here right? So there hasn't been a supermoon since this three-year cycle began. And I noticed that a year and a half ago. and said, when was the last time we had a regular, or there, there hasn't been anything but a supermoon. Let me rephrase that. It hasn't been a regular moon. There's been nothing but supermoons uh, in, in two and a half years. And it's going to stay that way until after the end of this year. So you won't get a full moon that is not a supermoon until after December and January. And even then, I don't know. I honestly don't know. It may stay. Because of this activation, we may have full moon, super moon continuing until this until this, this thing changes and we either graduate or, or everybody goes back to sleep, which we know is not going to happen. Everybody's waking up exponentially, so we know that it's not going to be that. That's just the ego and the egoic thought process of you know the the rich and the elite who can only destroy trying to, uh, that goes back to living the law of one. So, they're trying to convince us in you know hate, fear, and stuff like that. So, what does it mean? Let's go right into that, Leo. What does it mean to live the law of one, or live the Tao De Ching, the Tao, the the Tao, the the, the way, the the Buddha, the you know the Hermetica? What does it mean uh, for that? Right. Yeah. Saturday, nineteenth of March. Here is just gone seven thirty a.m. Right in Australia. Right. Right. So yeah. So for you, uh, you guys are you know you guys are fifteen hours ahead of us. Right. So. You're in the future already. So for you, the 19th is here, right? It's 7:30 a.m. Here it's 4:30 p.m. on Friday night, right? So you guys are already ahead of us, and the moon is probably visibly waxing to you guys, right? Or waning? I'm sorry, visibly waning to you guys. We're we're not seeing that yet because we're still in the the throngs of the of the full moon, as it were. Uh, but you guys might still be in in the same place, right? But you're down under. You're way over there, Western Australia, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? So you're so you're over So you're over on the west side, not the east side, but still, right? I and mean, you guys are down under. That's way over there. You guys are you guys are so far ahead of us. You're almost behind us. Right? You know what I mean? You're so far ahead of us that you're almost behind us because you're because it's quicker for for me from California to go to go uh, west to get to Australia than to go the other way and chase you. Right, that's how far you guys are ahead of us. You're almost, you're almost uh, around to the 24-hour mark the whole day. I do you can't have that out because of the international date line, but still, that's really close, right? So, yes, yeah, so mo- it's the morning there for you guys, so welcome, uh, good morning. Right, that's when I say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show or when you are tuning into the show. Okay, so living the law, or living the way, living the the Tao, living the Buddha. You have to understand that that's what the secret talked about right You have to understand the laws of the universe and how the way works. so I would suggest if you haven't read some of these texts that I was talking about the hermetica, the Tao Te Ching, the, the Buddha, uh, you know the, the law of one, uh, the, you know the, did I say the hermetica I think I said that the, you know even the Mesopotamian Scrolls, read the Dead Sea Scrolls you'll understand the way the universe actually works. Uh, the, the easiest way it's broke down is the law of one, but you have to get past the verbiage uh, that was being used. And that's why I was doing that. You can look on Facebook. You can find my archives, but they're no longer on, on YouTube, right? So reason is in the east of Australia, and it's already 1030 a.m. for you guys over there, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the energy is still Aries, right? As Celeste does, the energy is still Aries no matter what. Season is going on. It's the uh, astrological New Year. Yeah, right. So the eyes of March, the whole, the whole night. So yeah, you have to realize that too, right? So put that up on the screen for those of you who can see that. I just read that for those of you listening on the MP3 file podcast. So uh, however you look at it, we're at that new astrological state. So this is completing that three-year cycle that was created last, you know, two and a half years ago, uh, and it will continue until, you know, this this year at least. But if I know everybody on this planet, they're going to continue doing it. That's what we've been doing, right? So, right, autumn equinox tomorrow, right? Yeah, so for those of you down under, right, for those of you down under, the autumn equinox and for, the, for us is spring, right? Just like when you get into your summer equinox, that's our winter equinox here. That's the other half of the planet. So uh, so that we think it's weird last year when they were talking about the summer equinox and it was wintertime for us over here in December. Right. So we're like, oh, yeah. So we, so we have to incorporate both because we're planet wide. So when you guys say, uh, you know, your autumn equinox, the energy for you is autumn and the energy for us is spring, which is the renewal stage. And you're now going into the to the beginning of the death. Right. You're going into the to the green man. Like you said, you're you're showing the autumn leaves. So you're showing the Ides of March. The, you know, the for you guys is the autumn leaves that we would call October. Right. When we start seeing the same thing happen in the north here. But it, the energy, the way the universe works is that both it's dualities, so you have to understand that. So while we have the spring that's starting, which is the life giver here in the north, you guys are going into the, the death of the pan, the death of the god uh, who is now already impregnated the goddess. And you're going to go into that time with, with you know, which is the winter time. You're going to start heading into that. While we're going into, uh, you know, into our uh, summer, you guys are going to be going into your winter. When you go back around to spring, we're going to be going into winter while you're in your summer again. See? So it, so we're going to have this cycle of, of half w- of a world away. But that's the way the universe works and everything is, is uh, the same. So you never really have a death without life. You understand that's the whole purpose of me, of me explaining that is that you don't have the rebirth without the death, but it happens simultaneously. So the past, the present, and the future, even cyclically on this planet, is all at the exact same time because in one half of the planet you have the birth of the god happening at the same time as you have the death of the god happening on the other half of the planet. You understand? And that would be in the proverbial uh, ancient religions that are older than the Christianity, and uh, you know, even uh, you know, as older, almost as old as the Tao and and the Buddha, which was still in that same cyclical nature, and they understood that. So so that that's that's all part of what we need to understand I had a, I had a priest once and I said good morning Father and he said uh, and I said well you was know, a good thing day or something he said every day is Christmas and I said, well what do you mean and he said well every day is Christ Mass every day we worship Jesus because they were Christians so every day is Christ Mass that's what Christmas means it's Christ mass and we, that was supposed to be when Jesus was born which we now know was like in September or July and they changed it because they were trying to. Conquer the people of the you know the Wodes and the in the Celts uh, of, of Western and Northern Europe, right? So they changed their religion, uh, so that their religion could mirror the religion that was older than their religion that they were trying to convert people from. The, the Catholic religion was great at that, they just morphed their religion into whatever religion they needed at the time for whatever people they were trying to convert and said, Look, your religion is the same as ours. Wow, it's weird that. Your God was born on the same day our God was born on. Yeah, yeah, what was your God born on? That was our day too. Wow, weird. Right, so they changed all that because, you know, I still trying to figure out what Jesus' birth has to do with the Santa Claus and the resurrection of Jesus. What does that have to do with the rabbit? I get back to the fertility. Which that was already there long before their Jesus was crucified and resurrected saying and I'm a Christian minister I've been knighted by the Holy Roman Catholic Church and I'm a Christian minister, okay but I'm still saying that you know above and beyond that that's why we do um, the pirate cast that we do Skull Island because we're non-denominational even though we're Christian ministers, we're non-denominational we don't follow just Christianity. we look at all aspects of every single ideology because the truth is when you break it down and get away from the semantics of, The name of the religion, because religion in and of itself is the orthodox job where they're trying to turn it into a corporation to make a billion, billion, trillion dollars and conquer the planet. It has nothing to do with spirituality whatsoever, except that's what they're selling, but they're only selling you their brand and they don't want you listening to anybody else. Or in fact, they don't even want you looking at their religion by yourself. They have to make sure that you're getting what they want you to get and understand what that's why I left the churches. That's why many people that I work with, that's why we created the Skull Island. And it's called the Skull Island Pirate Cast, because we're free agents. We're not uh, bound by any government. We're not bound by any religion. We're not bound by any ideology. We have studied and we continue to study all scripture on this planet as often as we can. And we discuss that with you guys. Try to bring that to you. All right? Not a religion, right? Just the last it You said lots about, of, lots of let's put it up on the screen right there. A it, lot, it's about. Or L O L it's about, sorry, I don't have my glasses on. It's about the message, not the religion, correct? The message, the spiritual the spirituality is the most important thing, the ideology of the message of what you're learning. The Tao and the, the Buddha, neither of those men expected what they had said to turn into a religion. Neither did Jesus, to be honest with you. Jesus was teaching the way, which is their, their ideology as well. Some could say that Jesus took his information from them, right? You know, most, right? And then why most leave religions Celeste them, is because of that, exactly. So I put that up on the screen for those of you who can see that. Those of you who don't read that. And that is the truth. Celeste is, is preaching exactly what, what I'm saying. Most people who leave religions is because the institution of the religion itself. You have to remember that even Jesus was kicking over all of the frickin', uh, you know, the, the uh, all of the, the tables. Out in front of the synagogue because they were out there money exchanging and selling goods and all this stuff like it was a bazaar, like it was the mall and not even a freaking synagogue. So he was kicking it all over. They were making money off people like a souvenir shop as they came up to the church and and left home for the church. And they didn't care about the church. They didn't care about the religion. They didn't care about the spirituality. They cared about the box and the money they were paying, the tithing to stay out front to the priests who were also getting money from those guys and from people in the seats. So they were getting a free lot, free loading, freeloader uh, ride, and all they had to do was go, Anomini Patri Affiliate, and they didn't even say that then because that was Christianity, right? That's Latin with, with the Christianity, right? Anomini Patri Affiliate Spiritus Sancti, which literally means the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, right? actually the Holy Ghost. But they didn't like the word ghost because that scared people, so they changed it to spirit. Everybody's okay with the word spirit, right? You can say that, but if you say holy ghost, then it means something undead or something dead that kind of scares people because a ghost is different than a spirit. Like a janitor is different than a, than a um, you know maintenance worker, <laughs> right? Or or a, a undertaker is, is different than a, you know, whatever. You know, you call it a Twix commercial, right? Twix and left Twix, right? So what would Jesus do, right? Let's put this up to the What would Jesus do? Flip tables and whip people, and you, you lost the message, right? All <laughs> right. So, you know, and that's a motto that a lot of the Western Christianity has gotten into, what would Jesus do, right? And before you do anything, you think to yourself, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus do what I'm about to think that I should do or what I'm about to do, right? And that's the way of checking yourself, uh, you know, to the, to the way, right? So living the way is, is actually very simple. We do it all the time. And you don't need, this is what Jesus was trying to preach, this is what Muhammad was trying to preach, these people who are preaching in the desert not telling you you have to go to a box and pay a tithing. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. If it feels for you like that's what you need to have happen because you need that structure and you know that you're not, you would stray and you wouldn't be able to, to stay spiritual on your own, or you're too lazy. Some people are just too lazy. They don't want to buy into it. It's easier. That's like when people go to AA. Some people go to AA and they're like, I need a sponsor because I know I'm weak and I know that I'm going to drink. That's admitting to yourself that you're going to drink. You're already lose. You've already lost. It's just a matter of when you decide that you're going to drink because you're telling yourself, I'm going to, to drink because I am weak and I can't stop myself. You have that in your mindset. Therefore, that's what you're going to do if you don't and you say no i'm not going to do that i refuse to do that i'm stronger than that you're putting yourself into a power position that is living the way so it is the secret that they were trying to tell you about in the 90s right the, you know uh, it, it, it is that you it's not yeah right it's not capitalism so let's say it again it's, yeah, there's a, there's a message against a uh, a capitalism it's not about making money so i mean that that was the whole purpose of that right and uh is it's not like now am i making any money off of this no i'm not i'm not getting paid i'm losing money every year i'm paying for this whole endeavor i go live i pay people to put me live i pay companies to put my mp3 file out there for everybody to hear i lose thousands of dollars a year to bring you this content i could be i could be showing women's fits and shaking their ass women do it all over tiktok and and instagram all the time they just Get up there and bounce with no bra on and everybody pays them all kinds of money, right? I could hire a couple of women to do that, twerk on television, and I could get paid bazillions of dollars to do that, right? But I'm not doing that because that's not what I'm about. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here for greed. I'm not here for fame. I'm not here for, for making a bazillion dollars. I can do it. It's real simple. It's actually simpler than you think. All you have to do is buy into the game and, and give people what they want, debauchery, sex, sex talk, and cars. I mean, let's be serious. Now you got everybody. If you throw sex and cars in there, you got the men and the women. And then you, you got rednecks, you got both. Because the women dig the cars and sex. Men dig the cars and sex. Throw all that shit in there together. Throw some NASCAR shit in there. Next thing you know, I'm a millionaire sitting around picking my feet up and not doing a goddamn thing. How is that helping anyone? How is that working out for those people who are doing it? They have all kinds of money and their life is shit. Right? <laughs> yeah, don't just learn 110%. Right? So. Right, exactly. Celeste well, says, we appreciate it. You've never fed the mainstream mainstream message. No, and I, and I thank you for that. Right. So, And you haven't either, since I've known you. In fact, I've known you, you've never done that either. And that's why I think you and I are still friends, we still talk, because we don't do that. We respect the fact that each one of us doesn't do that. So well, I work with people who are like that. So living that way is actually easier than you think, it, because all you have to do is not buy into their crap, and live your best life. That's really all you have to do. There are other there's other semantics that you can get involved if you want, right? But the truth is make the decisions that keep you away from that negative bullshit. It, and let's let's talk about this on a basic level now, right? If you're hanging out with a bunch of dope dealers and drug addicts and everybody's all worried about who's oh, you disrespect me, you diss How dare you diss me? Because you say that is a child. That is a child. Okay, If you're hanging out with people, if you're driving a car that's got a mirror busted, a windshield busted, or dents in the fucking fenders, and it's not because you can't drive right, you're banged, banged into people, it's because you pissed off one of your friends and they hit your the car with something really fucking hard, you're hanging around with the wrong people. you understand that? You know it, but you don't want to admit it, because that's what happens is you get caught up in this egoic mind process and you blame everybody but yourself. I'm only here because my parents were mean to me and that society beat me down and, and it's just everybody else but me, man. I haven't made a wrong decision in my whole life. I've made up a good decision. But every every time I make a good decision, you guys make it bad. No. 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 Not a fucking word of that is true. And if you believe that, you're stuck and you're never going to get out of that rut. You have to stop all that bullshit, okay? Yeah, they do bad shit to yeah, they brainwashed into us into bad shit. We have the ability to throw that yoke on. We have the wherewithal within us to say, yeah, no, my dad's a dick. My mom's a dick. They're just evil. I'm not hanging out with them anymore. My brother's evil. I don't have anything to do with it. My stepdad's evil. My stepmom. Whatever it is, you know when people are bad instinctively. And if you're that person, go down the road that you're going to go down, but just know that people like me are not going to have you around because you're useless to them. You're there to serve as a bad example. We point at you and go, you see that? Right? See that, kid? If you do that, that's why you end up frothing at the mouth, just like that talking to yourself. How do you think that happens? Bad decisions made by that person. Right? So you serve as the bad example and you do bad things and nefarious things to people who are trying not to have that happen to them. That's the way it's supposed to work here. It's unfortunate. But that's the way the universe set things up so that it's there, right? Excuses or solutions, right? Yes, Celeste, yeah, excuses or solutions, whatever you look for. So, you will, what you put out, this is what she's saying, what, what energy you put out to the universe is that's the law of attraction. What I want to attract to myself is myself. I don't think that it's myself, but that's what you attract to yourself is yourself. Okay. So if you're putting out to the to the world, I'm a fucking drug addict and a fucking hippie, and I'm i I'm driving a car that's dopey, I don't have a license. I hope the cops don't catch me. My car's not registered. I hope the cops don't catch me. I got you know I got cracks in my windshield, and I got everything that could go wrong with you to get pulled over by cops. You got going wrong with your car, and then you go, "Why well, hell? I, I bad luck. I got pulled over by a cop." No. No, you're driving a car that's got one headlight out, one fucking tail light out. you got a cracked windshield. Your rearview mirror is missing. The driver's side side mirror is busted out. you got dents all over the fucker. You're driving a POS, piece of shit car. Well, I can't afford to get anything else because my life sucks. And every time I go one step forward, it's two steps back. You're choosing that by saying it and by thinking it. Do you understand that? The decisions that you make in your lifetime put you in the position that you're in. I was there. I was a drug addict. I was a drug dealer. I was a gangbanger. I was there. When I was a freaking teenager, I was part of all that crap. I got so important, in fact, that I got a phone call that said the FBI is setting up a sting operation in your county. Get your head down and your people and stay down until further notice. And then we'll tell you when and where to hide. And when I got that phone call, I realized I was too fucking important. That was bad. When I had people calling me, telling me, be careful, the FBI is gunning for everybody. But luckily for me, because I was in the Irish Republican Army, that was more important to them than me getting busted for petty-ass drugs in America. So I was told, back off, get your people down. The FBI is gunning for people, and we can't have the IRA getting busted by the American fucking FBI. Okay? So when I realized that, I went, okay, I'm too important. I should not be fucking doing this. I need to get out of this way of life. Okay? Because I had crossed the line from helping people free themselves Just like most people do when you get caught up with mobs and and mafioso, is you end up going into doing bad shit. You end up going, well, we can just, you know, we can make a lot of money. You end up like the CIA. You end up selling their dope. You end up moving their dope. You end up doing that shit because you're getting paid fat to do it. The next thing you realize, you become them. You understand? So I had to get out of that shit. And that's right. (laughs) He says, oh, my God, so true. My son just doesn't get it. Let me put this up on the screen, right? Find the fix, the said. Find the fix. they're there. it's the truth, right? So uh, uh, Julie says, oh my God, it's so true. My son doesn't get it. I'm trying so hard, but he's stuck in a in a uh, uh, reactionary uh, mindset. It's so hard to see, it's hard to, to see them. When you know and you try to tell them and they won't listen to you because you can scream until you're blue, you can talk to them. It's only when they're ready. and that's what sucks for us as parents. And you know even though I may, may not be someone's actual parent, I still see, you know, most of you out there as my children. You understand, not because I'm I'm trying to put myself uh, above you in a pedestal, but I. But it's the, the same thing. Julie is looking at her child, in, a, in an adult way. As an adult, Julie has graduated to adulthood, and she sees the problems and understands because she's been through it. Look, son, you have to listen to me. And he's ah, get out of my room, leave me alone, and he just doesn't get it. He's not ready to yet. It's unfortunate. He's still stuck in the matrix. Everything's keeping him there. The only thing you can do, Julie, is love him unconditionally and be there for him to help him pick him up and try to talk to him uh, and say, listen, you know, if you change your decisions, you know, you might not have these problems. I know that, you know, these friends, they, they say you're their friends. They're not. They're not your friend. You're their friend. You know, they need to understand that. Just The second that everyone realizes the people you think are your friends are not really your friends. You're their friend. They're using you. And once you realize that for real, that's when you go, wow, okay, so they're just sucking me into their world. They're not actually my friends. Some of them pretend they are, but they'll throw you under the bus the second that the cops come after them. Anyone who does that to you and throws you under the bus, they're not your friends. They can give a shit about you. They're trying to get throw you a cop's a, a bone, you, so they don't get in trouble. Okay? That should tell you something. So, right? Solution. Right? Tom says solution. I seem to be partly blocked at least on my uh mobile or or settings right i'm not sure I'm not sure what, what what that means The solutions what are solutions right if that's addressed the solutions are in your mind the solutions are not doing these things not hanging out with these people making better decisions right and stop doing the drugs that are that are uh, twisting your mind there's some drugs out there that twist your mind there's other drugs that don't and then the ones they try to tell you do are the ones that don't you understand they try to tell you the psychedelics and pot twist your mind and make you evil. The truth is, they open up and expand your mind far more than they do damage. Unless you like OD on the crap too much. And of course, anything that you do that is way too much is bad for you. But, you know, these other drugs, the, the, all these, any kind of narcotic that's a, that a, a pain like fentanyl and that crap, right? I did crank, I did coke. Those things were just, I taste the dragon. Those things are not, they don't help your brain. Right, you can smoke pot. Well, pot kills brain cells. Everything kills brain cells. You inhale the air here; it kills your brain cells. You understand that because the shit that's in the air is killing your brain cells. When you drink alcohol, that high you feel is brain cells dying. Okay, right. So if you get stupid, and, and if you drink enough, yeah, you don't replenish the brain cells. You have to replenish the brain cells that you're killing, right? But when you're doing these drugs that are that are uh, drugs that are painkillers, those aren't those aren't affecting your mind. They're affecting your body, which affects the mind. Right? If you're doing coke and crank, that changes your mindset, it turns you into a child. If you're doing psychedelic, it doesn't turn you into a child. You understand? So there's a difference. And you need to look at those things. Some of the drugs that people are doing today is insane and they're dying from it. All they want is something to makes them feel good, right? And that's and that's the same thing. That's why people got into all these painkillers, oxy and all that, because it reacts in your body and your whole body feels good. I've taken them. I have oxygen here at my house right now. I have oxygen sitting in the other room. And every now and then I'm in really a lot of pain and I pop one and go, yeah, I can see why I could get addicted to this shit. And that's no joke, because you feel fucking good. Right? But you have to understand, right? You have to understand that there are certain things that I mean look at people around you. Like I said, if they're if they're all they're worried about is saving is face, all they're worried about is somebody treating them like shit that's a child in their mind thinking. Inactive, it's all ego. You're stuck in egoic thinking mind. If that's where you are, then then you need to see that you have to change something about yourself. That's the shadow work that we have to deal with. Those of you who understand that, you already have a, a one step up. The first step in avoiding a trap is knowing if its consistent. So living the law of one, living the Tao, living the Buddha, living Christianity, living any religion that you bohemian, Wicca, doesn't matter. It's all the same. They're just different versions. That were made up by different people at different times because of the where they lived and the time they lived in and the technology they had, but it's all the same message. Okay, so you need to understand that. If you don't believe me, hold on. I'm going to move my foot again because the pain here. I'll be healing my foot for six to eight weeks uh, as it heals. I ordered crutches because I got the knee uh, scooter, and that thing is like blow your kneecap off when you're trying to kneel on that damn thing and move around. I'd rather have crutches. I already use a cane and I can do that. I'd rather have crutches and keep my left foot up out of the air and not step on it at all and just move with crutches. So I, ordered, I ordered $35 crutches today even though I paid $100 freaking something for that stupid newspaper. I'll probably sell it on eBay. Anyways, so making those decisions or understanding uh, these things, if you don't, like I said, it, it, read them. Read. That is, the, that is your the greatest gift of knowledge. Knowledge itself is the greatest gift you can give to yourself. It is the way. It is the Tao. It is the Buddha. It is the way to free your soul. Knowledge. And how do we gain knowledge? When you listen to dumbasses like me telling you stuff, or you read it for yourself, or you do both. I would suggest listening to dumbasses like me, not just me, but any other dumbass telling you the same stuff. I say that because the truth is, no matter how much I have learned in life, in fact, the more I learn in life, the more I fall back on what Socrates said that the more you know, the more you realize that you know nothing. Right, And that's the truth. The more I learn, the more I go, Wow, there is just so much that I know I don't know compared to what I think I know. Okay, So there's never going to be a time if you're humble, if you have any humility in you to actually believe what's going on in the universe, if you do that and you're being honest with yourself and you're being honest with the vastness of the universe, you will literally your entire life go, I'm not worthy. Let's start with that. Secondly, no matter what I fucking think I know, it is not even the tip of the tip of the tip of the iceberg. Okay? So I can't become arrogant and say I'm teaching you something that is going to be the most groundbreaking thing you'll ever hear in your entire existence. Because that's not fucking true. Okay. What I'm telling you is the most basic thing that there is for you to know. And I know that because I've learned it just like you have understand and I know that it is only the tip, of the tip of the tip of the tip of the tip of the iceberg, right? So the more I learn about that tip, the more I realize that there's more deeper down than I'll ever possibly learn in this lifetime alone. And I understand that and I'm okay with that. Once you become okay with that and, and, and you admit that to yourself, that's the first step of avoiding the trap. Because now you know there is a trap and it's not the knowledge. The knowledge isn't the trap is the the trap is the exclusion of knowledge. The distraction to keep you from knowledge. Okay. So living the way is understanding that, understanding that there is a trap and that trap is all around us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 364 and a quarter days, depending on the, the type of cycle that our planet happens to be in at the time. A year, okay. Our entire lives are being distracted every single second of your life. Is a nefarious energy trying to keep you from the knowledge and understanding of life itself. You understand? They had to bury scrolls three and a half thousand years ago in the ground, in the hopes, in the prayers, in their their in the entire inclination. And I'm sure that it had to do with their intention that in the future someone would stumble onto these and find them. And that happened in nineteen sixty-nine a little further. 1948 to 49, whatever that was, and they found the dead. Three and a half thousand years ago, a group of people said, We need to hide these away for later for people to find when this time. The universe itself made sure that time came to pass. Do you understand? That knowledge is there for us to learn. We have a thing called the internet, which the devil invented. But because in this place, the way the laws work, Even the devil can't take 100% of anything. The best the devil can ever hope for is a 50%, and it's usually about 38 to 40. Okay, and the rest of it goes on the good side. You understand that? Because the truth is, it's 85-15 or 90-10, meaning 85 to 90% of all souls on this planet are good, not evil, and 10 to 15% are, in fact, evil. I would wager that it's more like 8% are evil and the rest are those people who are kind of lost and not quite sure where they want to be. So they don't have the upper hand like they pretend they do. And they get you thinking you're alone and you're by yourself and there's nothing but you and you're separated because that's what they try to do is separate us from the creation, from the source. And they cut you off from that and they put these holograms in front of you that don't let you see the window. They let you see into the source. It's not there anymore. You see something else. You see a wall or a car or a fire truck or anything, 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 but what's truly there in front of your eyes. you understand that? So that's looking at and understanding just knowing that there's a trap. Okay? So, right? <laughs> so, Julie, Julie says, should have gone to a thrift store. They always seem to have crutches. I know. I can't go anywhere. I'm mean, I'm I'm not mobile. I literally would have to go with a cane and hobble on the back of my foot to my van, drive around and find a, a thrift store, then get out and hobble in, or call everybody. You got them? You got them? I'm coming to get them. So I just said, screw it. I'll order them. And they only cost me like 35 bucks, right? And they're brand new. And I and I paid an extra 10 dollars to have them delivered in three to five days. I'm all right with that. Put it on a credit card. I agree with you. Thrift store would probably been better. But I but for me, just walking. 150 yards down to the mailbox and back is is an ordeal because I literally can't step on the ball of my foot. So I have to stay on my heel and I'm trying to walk with a cane and keep my foot up so that it doesn't touch, right? And so I'm trying to walk all that way on my left foot up on the heel all the way. So all my weight is going on the cane with one arm. Right. If I, had, if I had crutches, I'd be equally on both arms with one foot up and then just hopping with the other foot and walking. That worked a lot smoother. But they wanted me to get this knee scooter, I guess the only way, a buckle five, and you have the knee scooter, it's all good. You can put your knee on that thing and scoot around like you're on a skateboard, and it wouldn't bother you. When you weigh over 300 pounds and you're putting your knee and you're putting all your weight on one fucking kneecap, that isn't going to help. It's not happening. It's just too much. and I can feel it. I'm waiting for my kneecap to explode out of my freaking body. I'm like, oh, okay, had I known this was going to be like this, I wouldn't have ordered it to begin with. Right? Thank you, Mr. much. I, I could use that, honestly. Um, because my antibiotics they gave me, because it had C dip which was horrible, by the way. This time it wasn't so bad, uh, but I had it. They were scared of me. They treated me worse than people who had COVID. I couldn't buy a nurse. There was only some who actually were okay with coming in, and they were brave. And I know that those were the same nurses that during COVID we're doing the same thing when people are locked down, they're putting on their hazmat gear and coming in anyway. But I had one nurse, the last nurse I had, uh, not the very last one, because the very last one was very nice and she was busting her ass to help me gather. But the one prior to that, she was a very nice person, but she spent the entire day outside my door around the corner hanging out with all the nurses. And she didn't do any work all day long. You I know that because anytime somebody came in, especially uh, one of the uh, guys that came in it was from Zimbabwe, I think it was Zimbabwe or, or Nigeria. Uh, I don't know exactly, but she was somewhere after that, uh, she was telling me she found the corner She does not want to come in. There. Uh She was didn't want to come in and have any part of me. She was scared to death. Whether she didn't like me or she was scared that she was going to catch something from me, I don't know. Either way, she didn't want any part of me. Whenever she came in, she was very cordial and very nice. But she spent that entire 10-hour day standing around doing nothing. I never saw her help anybody else but me, and she only came in to help me three times in 10 hours. Right, so that was kind of the way that some of the people were acting because I had C-dip, which uh, is did tell you it's the most infectious strand of, of diarrhea that you get-infectious uh, diarrhea-but uh, you could only get it in the hospital. That's like when they tell you, hey, take this drug so you won't get pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm like, well, wait a minute. You can't get pneumococcal pneumonia anywhere but a hospital. So why should I take that medication unless I'm planning on being, in fact, in a hospital? But they don't tell you that. They just want you to take a medication, right? Take this, you don't get pneumococcal pneumonia. How do you get pneumococcal pneumonia? Is it floating around the world like all other forms of pneumonia? No, pneumococcal pneumonia is the super pneumonia that floats around inside hospitals. Oh, that's like C-diff. C-diff you only get if you have antibiotic on board and somebody opens up your skin, opens your body up, put your surgery on your body in some way. As soon as your body is open and the internal part of your body is exposed to the air, the antibiotics Goes crazy with your uh, immune system and it gives you uh, infected diarrhea. don't know why, they don't know why either. They just go with right? and see it. Right? So that's what I had, and I was testing whatever this meant in double digits. I don't know what that meant. Okay. I don't know if that meant above 10 parts per million or if it meant above 100 parts per million. But it was in double digits, and um, because of that, they couldn't do anything besides isolate me. But it took them almost an entire day after they tested me and I was testing in in double digits. They did not isolate me until I tested positive at 8 p.m. the prior day. They tested me again in the morning at 7 o'clock in the morning and I was double digits. They didn't move me until 4 in the morning the next morning out of a room with three other people and nobody coming in with any hazmat gear for almost 24 hours before they put me into an isolation room. And that only happened because one of the nurses who was a go getter and, and, a, and very smart said, what the fuck? And I said, I'm telling you, I've been talking about it since I've tested positive, bro. I should be fucking isolated. He's like, have you had this before? I'm like, yes, in this hospital, last time I was here. said, like, I got big. Like I take medication. I take, I take vitamins and three of the vitamins that I take interact with each other and create a mild antibiotic. So I don't know when I'm gonna to go to the hospital. I don't plan it. I came in here in an emergency, cut my body open to do surgery on my foot. See diff. <laughs> right? And then Celeste so says where you where you tested for, for lupus, right? Who, who tests for lupus, right? And where do you get that? The hospital again, right? And that's something that you only get to cure, right? I react bad to all artificial medicines, so Celeste. I, I do a lot of it too. Right, I, I know my younger brother and my direct older sister both are definitely ill from penicillin. So when they say, "Do you have any?" And you know allergic reactions? I have an older sister and a younger brother that both will almost die. Well, what if you had half the deal? Like, okay, I understand that you're saying everybody is an individual. Older sibling, younger sibling, middle sibling. Pretty good idea that I have the same thing they have. Okay, when I take it, I get pneumonia symptoms. You give me penicillin because I have a hangnail, I will go into full-blown pneumonia in like a five-minute time period, not quite, but less than an hour. If I take that, well, oh, that's just the, uh, the antibiotic starting to work. No, 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 no. This is my lungs are filling with fluid. I didn't have any breathing problems prior to your medication, and now I'm filling with fluid. I have a high fever. I'm starting to feel ill. My entire body is feeling weak. That is the side effect of medication. That's not medication is in. I've, I've had walking pneumonia and got antibiotics and felt better in an hour, not worse. Okay? I haven't gone from a cold to pneumonia while taking antibiotics in my entire life. But when you give me uh, any kind of uh, chillin, penicillin, amoxicillin, acetylchillin, any other thing that ends with the word chillin in it, I'm in trouble. Oh, all right, well, uh, well we're going to give you this. And this one sometimes has people, and that's what it is. They gave me like... Um, um, centers or, 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 or something else that's similar that, had, that, that uh, has a has a little bit of a cylinder of a, a in it, and some people who have a penicillin have a reaction to that. Well, I've not had a reaction to that. So I'm like, well, if you haven't had a reaction to that. The chances are, I'm like, no, I've had penicillin give me a reaction, but this one didn't. So for whatever reason, the chemical makeup of that one doesn't have enough of whatever the cillin is in the penicillin. Right? Do your math. You're a scientist. How is it that I know these things better than you and you're the one that has a PhD? I know you guys call it a practice because you don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about, but someone like me shouldn't know more than someone like you. Because you're getting paid six figures to be the guy who knows more than me and I seem to know more than you. There's something wrong here. Okay? That's where I end up right now. Not lupus, that I believe I do have autoimmune diseases, yes, yeah, but it's only when I'm uh, injected, right? With artificial shit. <laughs> right. Well, that's because and, and this has to do with people who are wanderers. Anyone who's a wanderer on walk in, our vibration is too high for this cabal body, this residence. We already come in with with that resonance still attached to us. You understand that? Even though we we come in here legally, the like Jesus said, even though we come in here and we are born into a human body that's legally coming in here, we didn't come in and, and possess Right? We didn't come in and knock on the door and ask the person if we could take over for them as a walk-in. We came in here legally. We literally allowed ourselves to be lowered to this vibration, to come in through people, planned it out like everyone else, and was born as a human being, and then had to wake up. Okay? That's coming here legally. Okay? so Even though we've come here legally, not illegally, but legally, our vibration is still higher than this because we haven't been here. We've already been here, so we're not doing this for the first time. The universe knows that. The universe resonates with that. This reality understands that we don't fit here. We, as a part of our being from a higher plane, part of that reminder on a subconscious or superconscious level is that vibration. You understand? That's pulling us instinctively to a higher place to look for why is it that I don't fit in here and everyone else does. So things that don't affect, hold on, I'm changing position with my foot again and putting it up on the chair over here. So things that don't affect the people who are indigenous to here for the first time, or even the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth time they've been here because they haven't graduated from this existence before, those people sit here and nothing seems to go wrong for them. Right? They whatever, nothing ever happens. They go out in the sun, str- they lay in the sun, str- I just can Nothing never happened. I've never had to, anything bad happen in my life. Everything works perfectly. I'm right-handed. I fit perfectly in this reality. Yeah, everything's designed for me. Those people are the ones who are supposed to be here. This is their reality. It's their place. The rest of us who come in here and aren't the ones, <laughs> what's that? We have no idea. We don't know why it's doing it. We really don't. We're gonna make up some name. We're gonna call it something that's gonna be super rare, and you're gonna be one of the few people, one, of the one in hundred million or hundred billion, who get it. Lucky you! And that's what happens. Everybody that I know has something going on. They're like, "Yeah, they're telling me that it's ultra so rare, and like one in a hundred million did it. Really? And you got it? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. They called it something. So they make up these names for for they they're trying to explain away people that are wanderers, and they can't admit that you are." Your, a higher being not supposed to be here because they can't tell you that that's on their job even if they knew it right and especially if they know it and they're nefarious they're evil people they're not gonna give you any fucking in. The they're gonna go yeah you're just a mutt you're a pure an animal you belong here you're one of us take this jug for the good they're not gonna ever tell you that you're something special fuck no they're not gonna tell you that you have this you know you know lupus what's lupus only special people get that Right, you have to get some sort of citicosis. What's that? You only get that because well, you must have been I don't know exposed to bird poop or something. What, what, what are you talking about? What? Right? You see what i Crohn's disease. How many people have Crohn's disease? Well, more and more than you think. Well, yeah, that's because uh, in 1981 there was only 2.4 billion people on the planet. There is now 7.7 billion. How many of those billions of people do you honestly think are from here for the first time? Oh well, according to the religion. Oh, here's that, orthodox word again. According to the religion, uh, just before everyone's going to graduate, all of the souls from all of existence are all going to be raised from the dead on the earth at the same time. Convenient way to to uh, wash over whitewash the ideology of people coming here with help from a higher plane with a higher vibration to help people. No, 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 it Hasn't anything to do with that. Because when you die, you don't get resurrected. You just stay in the ground in what we call purgatory forever. So if you were alive 100 million years ago on Earth, now's the first time you came here for the second time ever. That's what they want you to believe, right? And if you believe that, you might want to start calling me Washington and Whistler's Mother because I'm the same person. In fact, you could even call me Jesus Christ. You understand? (laughs) Right? You understand that? It's really bullshit. Right? So anything that the religion tells you is a lie. And they make that shit up and they're trying to distort the religion. And you know, some say they invented all these religions. You know, you have people like Corey Good talking about that where they invented a religion and told us hell. They invented hell. Hell doesn't exist, but they tell you that. for so why? Because then you said everybody, you're, you're you're reinforcing hell. Don't do that or you'll go to hell. You're going to hell because you're evil. You're going to hell. You're going to hell and you're going to hell and you're going to hell. And going to hell. Everybody's sending everybody to hell. Don't do it. Cut your head off. You're a suicide. You don't get to have your head. If your Head's missing. That means that you're going to be in hell with no head, and because you're not going to go to heaven, because you can only have a hell or a head. If you had a head, then you could go to heaven. What the fuck did that come into play? The people in the 1500s fucking believed that shit, right? When you commit a suicide, therefore you have to go to hell. And if I say so, I'm so going to cut your head off. That way, just in case that God doesn't know and the angels don't know, and the angel of death when they come to get your soul. Just in case they're fucking stupid and don't realize you committed suicide, we cut your head off so that it looks like you did. Well, now what does that mean for all the people that were executed and got their heads cut off? Oh no! Yeah, same thing. That's why the church did it. Because now you don't get to go to heaven. You were evil, and we convicted you of some crime that we made up and lied about to make you look bad, and then cut your head off. Right? So now you don't get to go to. That's why they cut everybody's head off. Because they don't want you to go, and they want you to believe that if your head's chopped off, you don't get to go to heaven. But well, wait. The entire Japanese people for ten thousand years or a hundred thousand years in their religion, if you lost in war, you cut your head off. Well, first, you studied yourself, and that was where they believed that your life was. Life force was your gut, and then after that, they cut your head off. But that was an honor and made you go to hell, or it made you go to heaven, not to hell. So that's weird. We have an entire species on this planet who, by cutting your head off, sends you to heaven. But yet then they tell you that if you get the head cut off over here, you don't get to go to heaven. So something's wrong, right? And then you have the, the Muslims saying you have to die in combat to go to heaven. Then you have the, the Vikings saying the same thing. You have to die in combat to go to heaven. But if you don't die in combat, you don't get to go to heaven You go to hell. So no matter what, you got to go out and get yourself killed by somebody in combat. So the older you get, the more you're looking for somebody to kill your skin. So if you get to go to hell, you are got to go to Valhalla. Right? You understand? So, it's, so depending on where you are in the world, the very thing that sends you to heaven sends you to hell in another part of the world. That, in and of itself, should tell you that both those things are bullshit. Okay? Both those things are bullshit. Anytime you have something that is contradictory, both of them are bullshit. you understand that? Well, wait, that's not right. Well, no, it is right. It is right because the, the ideology of itself is flawed because you need to understand this. That this comes from the Tao, this comes from the Buddha. That uh, uh, Eckhart Tolle talked about it, and Curtis, who's not here today, or he was able to quote to me. Uh, the, he and I talked about it. Where they had this a uh, class that he had gone to that was kind of like uh, you know AA, where you trying every day you have a new uh, thing to try and strive for. Only it was spiritual. Which AA isn't that spiritual? They use Christianity and the spiritualism to get to the country. Everything is, has become that. Nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying. So, in one of the affirmations that you you do is, is in, in the way that Tao, the, the Buddha, is to understand that all that is creation is untouchable. you understand? So that which was created out of love, either by yourself or by the creator, is untouchable. It's forever. It is immortal. Everything that is not of the creation is fake and doesn't exist. you understand? So the ideology of, say, the cross and then the upside-down cross, the cross was created by humans as a way to remember Jesus who died on the cross for everyone. And then the crucifix, like the Catholics, uh, followed Jesus on the cross on the cross still, not just the cross. They don't worship the wood he was uh, or killed on. They worship him being on that wood being killed, which is also wrong because it wasn't a cross. The cross back then was an X, just, you know. It wasn't a T shaped, wasn't a T shape like you see in the movies and you see in Christianity. Okay? It wasn't when you were crucified, you were crucified on an X. On an X. Hands up here, legs down there, like the Vitruvian man. You understand? That's how you that was a cross. The cross was an X. X marks the spot, cross. Okay. It was after that when they decided to call it a cross this way, and not an X, because it didn't fit into their narrative. When you say the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you would have to go this way, okay? And that doesn't work because what the pagans drew the outline of that five-pointed star. You understand? The Star of David was the masculine and the feminine Chevron, which is also the same star, which is also the the flat version, the one D version or two D version of the three D reality that is our heart chakra. You understand that? And if you don't, you should look it up. So the Vitruvian Man by by, uh, uh, Da Vinci, right, was that exact same thing. The center of that man, the heart, where the heart chakra is, is the center of that circle. That's the creation. That's the zero point. Do you understand that? So all of those symbols are exactly that. All the mathematical equation that shows the center point, which is the heart chakra, which is love, which is the is, is Tao, the it's the way, it's moving the way. So anything that's nefarious, though, the, the symbol of the cross represents the ideology of Jesus to the church. It doesn't represent Jesus. It represents the idea of Jesus dying on the cross. Nefarious, not forever. So then we turned that upside down and made it the upside down cross for the satanic purposes. They did the same thing with the Star of David or the, or the Pentacle. and turned it into the Pentagram. Again, a symbol symbolizing, and the symbol is not creation, it's a symbol, so it was corruptible. You understand that? Even though what it symbolizes is the creation, the love, it's not the actual love, it's a symbol that creates that is that is of this place that is representative of that. So they're able to corrupt that. They can't corrupt Jesus. Understand that they can't corrupt the love, they can't corrupt the creation itself, they can corrupt the symbolism that represents that. And that's why the, uh, Moses, when he came down from the mountain, it said, Worshiping false idols, you know, thou shalt not worship false idols over thy God because the idol itself is nefarious, it only fits in this place. So it's not part of the creation, it's not created out of love, it's created out of sadness like the tombstone, the headstone for a person in the grave. That's not there out of love. That's there out of sadness for you to remember that person and to leave that there so other people, when they wander into the cemetery, see that, and they can go, oh, that was the person with love. loved. No, Look, it's just beloved father and husband and, and you know, that. That's, a, that's memory of that person, not the person. It's there as a representation for you to have a place to go to and to be near that person, you though know, you don't have to. Because it's not the body that is what you're what you're remembering. It's the soul that was in the body. you understand that? So, the difference between, it's funny that I segued into this. I was just watching this with Etchmark Cole, where someone asked the question, uh, had, let's go down that road, someone asked him the question that, uh, is it possible, or it is possible, he said, that the whole ideology of afterlife could be a construct of ego. you understand? The egoic mind doesn't want to die. The ego doesn't want to die. And if you raise your consciousness past the point that the ego can communicate with you and you reside in that place, which I talked about on the on the show on Wednesday and the and on the weekend when I did the uh, the uh, webinar for Omar and Watchers, uh, and then again last Friday, and we'll talk about it again here, The ego wants you to be in the thinking mind, stuck in this pain body, flesh body. The ego talks to your mind, and your mind talks. And if you associate with the mind and think that's your personality, then you're stuck in the egoic mind-thought process of the pain body. How do I know there's a difference? And this is what he said. It's easier, instead of trying to quote scripture, to use my own experiences to answer the question, okay? And, it's, and this is true. So if you're trying to associate for yourself, this is living the way of the one, living the, the laws of the one, living the way, the Tao, the Buddha, the, the Christ uh, the consciousness, the, the Muhammad consciousness, the, the uh, uh, you know, David, Daniel, or any prophet, their consciousness and what they were trying to teach, okay? In living that, you need to understand when you, let's say you look at an animal, a dog or a cat. He used a dog for an example. You can use a dog or a cat or a pet if you have. What is it that you like about that pet? You can like what that pet looks like, your dog, pretty, certain type of breed of dog if you like, the coloring. I have a cat. she's beautiful. She has beautiful colors. She's a mix between a main tune, and I'm not quite sure what some sort of tabby, but not an orange one, right? She's got the kind of lines that say the tabby, but her hair is really long and thin, long. This is a really hard sandpaper <laughs> tongue, right? Where I had a uh, patch, now it's squeaky, by the way, because she squeaks, doesn't mean I had patch who passed. ready to put him down. He had cancer and stuff in December. Those of you know me. that he's my Siberian. Huge. Second largest domestic cat on the face of the earth. He was all white with black patches. That's why we named him Pat Was it his skin? Was it his body that I was attracted to? Well, yeah, he was pretty looking, but it was his personality—was who he was inside. That thing that is gone from his body when he died. That invisible thing that was the personality who looked at me from within the eye. That once. Was left from the body, left a shell, it no longer in that body. Where did it go and what was that? You understand? So, when you look at an animal, a dog or a cat, that's your pet, they look back at you, what you're seeing in the eyes is a soul, is a spirit when they're looking at you. Witnessing, no ego, no thought mind, and experiencing. What we are trying to achieve on a conscious level is what everything around us has on a conscious level until they become aware, self aware. You understand that? Once we become self aware, think about this what are we? Right? Is there life outside of this place or is that an ego construct? Okay, ask yourself this. You're not the body, you're not the ego, you're not the thinking mind. Then, what are you? Where is it that your memories are stored? Is there a place within this brain that I can open up and, and record those memories out of your mind? They say eventually we're going to hook our brain up to a computer and download our entire existence into a computer. I don't believe that's ever going to happen. No. Because I don't believe that this brain inside my head contains me. Because when I cease, the brain is still there. This body is still there. It turns off because there's nothing in this brain or body telling it to run anymore. And science has noted that when a person is alive, and they weigh the person just prior to death, and then when they die, and their body ceases, they lose weight. A specific amount across the board. Every human being or every thing that has a soul, whatever you want to call that, loses the exact same amount of weight when they pass. What is that, and where does it go? You understand? Now all those memories, all of that personality, everything that was inside those eyes looking back at you is no longer there. Does that wink out of existence and never become anything ever again? Is it gone? We don't know, do we? We can't actually answer that question unless we contact somebody who's what on the other side. What is the other side of what? the other side of life. Not in this place any longer. However, somewhere else, no longer in the body, but that person can still communicate through a medium, someone who has the channel within them to communicate in this reality and a different one that is not this one with the person who used to be in this one who is still communicating and has those memories to communicate those memories of a, a person and knowledge of another person that only that person knows, so that, that when they say that, it tells them that's really my loved one because only they know that. This person right here, who is the medium, has no idea of that, and could never possibly know that. Only dad or mom or whoever that spirit is knew that information about me. So, someplace the memory was intact. Where is that? Not in this realm anymore, somewhere else. But it still exists outside the body. You understand? And that's been proven. Not just a theory, it's been proven over and over and over throughout time. It's just some people don't want to believe it. It's like some people refuse to look at the sky and say that it's blue. You understand that? Just because you don't want to look at something doesn't make it not there. I don't see it, I don't know about it, I don't want to know about it, therefore it doesn't exist. Not true. It exists outside the realm of you. You're not the creator, so therefore, you're not the one who decides what is real and what is not real. You have that ability on a very small level, but as an individual, we don't have the total power of creation. We have the power of co creation to co create with other people. Because We are separated into a very, very small portion of ourselves. So we don't have total power of creation. We can can ascend to that at some point. But in this place, it's far too dangerous for us to have. Because in this place, we don't even know what that is. And if we had all of that unlocked to us here as children, as infants, we would do nothing but destroy ourselves and everyone around us with that power. Why? Because we are not secure enough not to. Because we are, in fact, children. We think we're adults. We're not. We're children. And we are in a child's playpen in an easily escapable room with no guards, and we can't even figure out how to get out of here. Understand that? That's like me putting you into handcuffs made of paper mache. And convincing you that you can't break those because it's the strongest bond in the entire universe, I and mean, sitting back watching you, afraid to pull on it because you're afraid that it's going to be damaged to you because I told you that this paper in mean, any second to break, it's no longer stuck. But you're afraid to do so because of your programming. You understand that? Understanding that is the way. That is understanding that. Those things that are created by creation out of love are real and untouchable and uncorrupted. Everything that is not of creation is fake. Therefore, it is not exist. You just think it exists and you give it power. Reinforcing that power is reinforcing the ego, or reinforcing the ego is reinforcing that power. It's a learn, teach, teach, learn scenario. You understand? Pathfinder. So the more you feed into a thing, the more you make that thing. The more you're afraid and you're, and you're, I'm afraid I'm going to go to hell. The more you're going to hell because you're convincing yourself you're going to go to hell. The more I'm convincing myself my life is not mine and that everyone else did bad to me and that's why my life is shit, is me sitting down and not taking responsibility for my own actions and my own self and saying, I was beaten so much that I don't even, I have nothing left. So I'm just going to be here and be shit the whole rest of my life because I choose to be. And I'm going to blame it on everybody else. And that kid takes me off the hook. And I can do whatever I want to hurt myself to hurt my body because I'm buying into the fact that it's not me doing it, it's everyone else making me do it. And As long as I believe that, I'm going to continue a, a vicious cycle of hatred, of, of destruction of myself. And I'm going to justify that by the ego telling you, such a fault, man, tried, you tried to keep me down, keep doing that drug. You just keep doing dope and, and do whatever you need to do. Rob people, steal, shoot people, who cares? It's all bad, man. You like the shit. That is the ego keeping you in that place. Right? Peter's talking about hey, here's another example going back to Peter posted this a little while ago. and I didn't notice it, right? Going back to uh, it, the Nazi symbol, the swastika originally came from India and China, the symbol of peace and harmony, love, right? Uh, but it was taken out of context. If you look, Vinesh, the, the elephant, is always depicted with the two fingers up and the in somewhere, the swastika. The Nazis took that symbol and utilized that, and it became a symbol of evil. And now, it is nefarious. If you, if you have a swastika anywhere, people immediately say you're a Nazi. But for the first two billion years of the planet, that was to ward off evil and was a health and prosperity symbol. Now is the symbol of the devil. Do you understand? People look at the pentacle, which is the five-star five-sided star within the circle, with the point to the top, and they assume that that's the devil symbol, which is in fact upside down version of the thing. But people don't look at the cross and say that's the devil worship symbol. But when the upside-down cross goes up, they see that completely as a nefarious thing. But people are un- intelligent enough, or unintelligent enough, or are unintelligent, they're not smart enough to see. Five-pointed star with a point up as opposed to the point down. you understand? Five-pointed star, you need to have the star with the point at the top or the star at the point at the bottom. Right? So it makes the goat head. It's got the two points that come out at the top, two points that come out at the side, and one at the bottom. The at the bottom, the horns are here, and the ears are out flat. You flip that upright, and the goat doesn't fit because the goat's upside down now. They took the the, the pentacle. I pointed star within the circle with the point to the top, turned it upside down and called it the pentagram, evil symbol. Cross, turned it upside down and called it the satanic cross, which is wrong in and of itself. Okay, because the original cross upside down was done because one of the saints, one of the one of the uh, uh, followers that were one of the apostles who were locked in jail. They were going to crucify him, and he demanded to be crucified upside down because he refused to be crucified as the Christ. He did not want to defile himself or the idea of the Christ by being thinking that he could be crucified in the same position as Jesus because he was not worthy. So he convinced the sailors to to crucify him upside down. Okay? So the original, the, the satanic uh, uh, people that created that religion were so une- uneventful and uncreative because they had no creation. They couldn't create anything. so They just borrowed all their symbols from the creation and turned them evil by making adjustments that were the opposite. Whatever they stand for, were are the opposite. We're up, they're up, we're down. Right? They got the cross, we're the, anti, we're the downside. They got the star, we're the downside. Okay? They say harm do without will harm none. We say do without will leave that harm none part off harm everybody. You understand? So they they couldn't create their own. They still can't. Evil is separated from the creation, so they can't create anything. They can only mirror, borrow from, and turn symbols of good into hatred. You understand? They have to corrupt. They cannot create. Creation for them is corruption. So they can't create something out of nothing. You understand that? Can't do it. The only thing they can create is destruction out of something that's already there. They have to control people. So if you're not controlling, right? The kind of people service to others, people who want to help people, service to self, people who are nefarious, narcissistic about themselves. That's it. Because somewhere in that category, where you are floating between, you haven't made the decision yet. You kind of like playing around with balls, satisfied, etc. You haven't made up your mind yet. Right? You're going to be lost. For it. So, you can't make up your mind, it's going to be made up for you. And you're going to have a mood awakening because what's going to happen is you're not going to go to the good place. You have to be 51%. You actually have to be good to get that. That shit of, I'm going to be the I, I can do that. That's going to get you destroyed, a victim. You're going to be preyed upon. You're going to be, people are going to take advantage of you. And that's what's going to happen. You understand that? You have to make that choice. You have to be holy, 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 holy. You have to be evil, 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 evil. Okay? There is a balance of the energy, but not the choice. You understand that? There's a difference. Because the universe is not good or evil. The universe just is. It is we. Who make good or evil? There's not an evil tree. There's not an evil dog. There's not an evil cat. The dog becomes what you would consider evil because, out of necessity, either people treated it badly, taught it badly, or it had to become harsh to survive in this world. You understand? It doesn't make it evil. It means that it's, it's not evil is nefariousness, planning, corruption, destruction. Dogs don't look at you and go, I'm going to put my penis in his butthole. In you know, fact, I'm going to wait until he falls asleep. Then I'm going to come in and I'm going to get him. Then I'm going to make him my bitch. They don't do that. The dog's going to try and either kill you and eat you because your food or steal your food. It keep you alive because you bring more food. The dog is not evil. There's no Cujo. right? And even Cujo had rabies. Read the book. Watch the movie. Kutu wasn't possessed by the devil. No such thing. There is no such thing as devil possession. None. People who think they have the devil in them are people who want the devil to be in them and to defend them. There is no such thing as possession. doesn't actually happen. Okay? That's something that someone constructed and you to believe that that's what's happening. Because there's fear. If you're not holy, the devil's going to get you when you're sleeping. If come and get you, the devil. and take you to hell. He didn't do what I said. There was a time when people told children, if you masturbated, you were going to go to hell. you understand that? That was the thing. If you play with your winky, you're going to go to hell because you're evil. you understand that? The earth is flat. Socrates said, well, no, I think it's round. They said, drink this wormwood and die. That is your sentence. He was forced to poison himself and die because of the law. Why? Because he didn't believe the earth was flat like everybody else did. But well, according to science, I'm pretty sure it's not. It's more like a ball. Okay. Right, wordplay. Yeah. Correct. And that it's unfortunate, right? John says wordplay. Right? Live or or, or backwards, live or backwards, evil, peace, and love. Right. So they can only take the love and corrupt it. They have no love. Because they're apart from that. They don't believe in it. They don't want to believe there is a higher power that's above them. So they deny that. Right? And it's said in all the scriptures, especially the Dead Sea Scrolls, we you know, the ones they didn't want to know about, to deny the Lamb, or to deny the Jesus character, to deny that character, or defy that character, is to not even see the door, because Jesus was the key. He was the door. His way was the door. He said that. The key was his ideology and what he was teaching. Not him. Not the flesh. Not at all. His way. What he was teaching. was the Tao, Go Way. Not follow me, the man. Follow me, the soul, the spirit. That which I teach you and I'm telling you. And he was trying to teach them with Muhammad. Right, the same message from these people throughout time is the way, the law of one, the Tao, the Buddha, right? The Christ consciousness, the Godhead. Whatever you want to call that. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's Still the same. Right? Muhammad, Allah. Moses for all the hero characters. So to you understand? For living that way, yes. Sophia says evil. I put the screen. This is good. I'm going to put the glasses on. I'm good, right? Evil is fear in expression. Fear equals false evidence appearing real. Fear arises as a result of the illusion of separation when we are operating from the carnal mind. Physical thinking mind ego feeds the mind, the mind regurgitates what the ego is saying to you in this construct. Right? The programmed mind, in brackets, quote unquote, the programmed mind. Right? In divine mind, there is only perfection, completion, love. Beautiful, Sophia. Thank you for that. Exactly. Cosmic, karma, divine law. That is correct. Very astute for both of you. And, Don's thing, talking about wordplay. So they take everything that is, that is created, that is immortal, that is uncorruptible, and then they corrupt about it. They can't corrupt it. you understand? They convince you their corruption about it. You can't corrupt Jesus you can corrupt about Jesus. You can't corrupt Muhammad. You can corrupt about Muhammad. That's the bearing false witness. You can't say Jesus... You, people say, well, we don't even know that Jesus existed. That's corrupting about Jesus. Not corrupting Jesus. It's corrupting the idea of Jesus. Well, Jesus was a construct. We believe there was a couple of Romans who invented Jesus. Not corrupting Jesus again or the way. Corrupting about the idea of Jesus. Putting into your mind doubt that that was something. The corruption of not the thing but the corruption of the idea of the thing. you understand? So again, they took the cross which was the idea of the sacrifice of Jesus. The purity of that and they corrupted the cross. The idea of the the purity, the idea of the sacrifice, the same thing with the star. So that is that is the, the, the expression that they have, corruptibility, corruption, hatred, hate, lust, all of those things. Fear, anger, aggression, Yoda said that. Fear, anger, aggression, that's the way of the dark side. It's easier, more seductive. It is because it's more right now kind of, of uh, uh, instant gratification. You understand if people look for that they teach you that. That's part of the corruption of this time, of this reality, is instant gratification. Single, off gratification is more important to you than long-term gratification. That's what they're programming your mind to do. It's everything that you see. Even movies. Think about that. A man meets a woman in the first 30 minutes of a movie. If it's a movie, it's a love story. They're having sex before the 45-minute break. Of the, of the fucking first and second scene. They're in love, and by the end of the movie, which is two hours, hour and a half if they're elected these days, the people's attention span is really fucking short. And they're living happily ever after. An hour and a half. You can't even meet someone and have a dinner in a movie in that time period. How are you supposed to have an entire relationship? But who tells you that. And who does not tell you that. Because they have to, they have to try and keep it there. So they're trying, some of them are trying to give you a wholesome story. About that. You can tell the difference. We know the difference, right? But you want to admit it or not, we know the they difference. So, living that life is the choice. You understand? We have to choose to not live the corruption all the time. It feels really easy once you actually understand. The first step in avoiding a trap is knowing it is existence. When you accept that and you understand there is a trap, many, many millions, hundreds of millions of traps every second of every decision you make, right? It becomes easier to not listen to the ego when you identify the ego. You understand that? When you identify a thought as egoic, it's easier then to now the trap to acknowledge. So the first step in avoiding the trap is knowing that it's exists. You know there's a trap there. Acknowledge that that was a trap, and then it's easier here to oh, go, Yeah, I know I'm not going to do that. Why are you there? You're there to test me, to teach me to do that. That's what you need to understand about yourself. Okay, there's a part of you that is objective, not subjective. Okay, when you're subjective, you just go along with what you're told, you're subjective. You just go along with the status quo. Someone says you're a slave, you're a slave. Someone says you're a third generation pipe fitter, you fit pipes, because that's what your dad did and your grandfather did, and that's my worker being me mentality, that's what I'm supposed to do. Right? When you're objective, you look at the world in a different reality, you're objective to the world. Being objective means you're able to see the world for what it really truly is. Without subjectivity, meaning I'm looking at this from the standpoint of not me, not the world, not the corruption, but from the standpoint of creation. What does that mean? It's actually pretty simple when you look around. Because when you identify objectively what it is that you're seeing and through what lens you're seeing it through, and you're being honest, that's being objective. You have to be completely honest with yourself, not lying to yourself. The longer you lie to yourself, the more your ego is in control of you. Because the ego is the lying. Because you, your soul, unless you chose to be evil, doesn't lie. It's only in this body that you allow that to happen because the ego gives you instant gratification for doing so. Because the ego doesn't want to die. neither does it is the body doesn't care. The body is just there. It's a the pain body. It's there to house you and do what you tell. It's a recording device and it gives you back the recording whenever you call it out. That's the way it saw itself at the time, including giving you the emotion that you felt at the time. Okay? So to acknowledge that is the first step. Knowing there's a part of me that is called ego, which is the dark side, the nefarious side of me, the devil on my left shoulder. And then there's a part of me that is my conscience, not my consciousness, my conscience. That is the light side of me that says, don't do that, it's wrong. You wouldn't want somebody to steal your girlfriend, or would have sex with your girlfriend, or your wife. You shouldn't do that to that person, because how would you feel? The ego says, true that, bro, she's hot. Do that, she's hot. That's the nefarious side of you, the conscience is the side of you that says, don't do that, it's wrong, you know that it's wrong. Your consciousness, your super-consciousness, is that which is outside the thinking mind, above it, that which is outside the ego, above it, above their highest plane of existence to reach you, is your super-conscious, that is you, that is the essence of your soul, that is thinking it's in this construct. you understand? All you have to do is put yourself into that place where they cannot reach you, and then you have clarity of existence. And then you know the difference instinctively between good and bad, because you're either good or you're evil. You're either in service to others or you're in service to self in that place. Period. That's it. You're not in between there. You just are, and you've already made your choice. Acknowledging that choice in this place is what you're here to do. You tell people it's by making the choice. You've already made the choice, accepting that choice is what you're here to do. Actually, that's simple. But you have to look within yourself and do work with yourself and be honest with yourself, be objective to yourself. That is living the way, living the law of one, living the downside, living living your best life is acknowledging the trap that is this place for what it is acknowledging it for what it is and what its job it is. After that, it is as useless as when you cut your finger. Once you've acknowledged the damage that you've done to your finger, there's no real need for the pain anymore. The pain is still there because your finger still hurts, because it's still wounded. But the truth is, it's already done its job. Once you then start to heal that finger, it hurts less. Why? Because your body's saying there's still an injury here, but it's not as bad as it was before. And as that heals, the pain goes away. It has a purpose in its job. It's not going to give you a pain in your finger when there's no, there's no reason for it. Sometimes we get phantom pains, but that, again, is not to do with the finger itself. It's more to do with what's going on in your head and in your mind than it is the finger itself. you understand? Some people lose a limb and they feel their hands that they don't have anymore. That's a construct of the mind and the ego, not the actual hand that's no longer a part of the body. It's a memory of that hand being there, and you haven't come to terms with it not being there, and therefore you're feeling it. We harbor things in places. I had an injury to my left knee when I was younger. I fell off the loading dock, crashed in between a a, a semi truck and the loading dock, smashed my knee into the steel loading dock, which was folded down, and did damage and actually caused damage to the nerves. So I have no feeling in the left side of my leg from the knee to my ankle. And a big scar on my kneecap where I where I jammed that and tore all my uh, all the, the nerve endings. In it. I harbored pain in there for four years in that knee, and like my God, why won't this ever go away? Finally, a psychic said to me, "You're harboring the pain there from the memory of what was going on. The pain isn't really there; it's in your head." You haven't let go of and acknowledged and accepted the fact that the damage was done to your knee and it's over now. The second you do that, you'll no longer have pain then. That's thought, okay. I was 26, the first year, 24, this of 24, so whatever. So I didn't believe it for about another three or four months. And then I thought, why not? Give it a try. Tell my body it's okay to let that pain go. Because it's no longer there. I just think that it is. I haven't gotten over the damage done to my leg or accepted that. And I'm not kidding you. When I accepted that, there was no more pain there. When I let the pain go from the pain body, it no longer had a function for me. There was no reason for it. I was keeping it there because I was holding on to what had happened. I was holding on to the damage that had been done to my pain body. And not accepting that, hey, look, I did physical damage, and it's no longer supposed to be feeling now. And I was feeling the pain as if it happened the day that it happened. Until I said to myself, okay, if that is destroyed and I don't have damage there, or I don't feel anything there. I can repair it later. But for right now, I need to accept the fact that pain is no longer any purpose for me. It actually went away. You understand that? went away. Pain was gone. Okay? We have that ability about ourselves to then recoup and rehabilitate. In a sense. So, a lot of the truths we cling to, quoting um, from Star Wars again, right? Obi Wan, when talking about Luke, you'll have to understand Luke that most of the truth we cling to depend greatly on our point, point of view. And that's the truth. We get something in our head and we believe it to be the gospel, and therefore it has to be that way because we believe it so. And that pushes us into reaffirming something. You understand? Negative or positive. So we have to understand that there's a trap there, that all negative uh, memories and incantations and incarnations and incantations that we have are reinforcing negative. It doesn't need to be that way doesn't mean you shouldn't be that way. So whenever if you wanted to, to help yourself, when you do work on yourself, you continue to tell yourself every time you hear yourself or think to yourself something negative, you stop yourself and say, why did I do that? I'm not a program. Someone else yelled at me and said I was stupid. Now I'm telling myself I'm stupid. Stop it. You get all of those negative things out. That was the secret that they were talking about. The secret back in the nineties. Get all the negative shit out of your head. Fill it with positive affirmations. You'll be surprised how quickly you're negative to yourself when you're not reinforcing. Okay, and simple things like when you, you know when someone says, "Hey, you want to go to the movies?" I don't have enough money. Here. That's negative. You're telling yourself, "I don't have enough money." Negative. You're reinforcing to the universe, "I don't have enough." You're stupid. But it's actually simple. It's the KISS method, K-I-S-S. keep it simple, stupid. And, and so if someone says, Do you want to go to the movie? No, I don't want to spend money on this. That's not negative. That's I have the money if I wanted to go to the movie. But I don't want to spend money on that particular movie or at this time. And then you know, people, come on, come on, man, come on, no, listen. And why are you insisting that I have to do this I make the choice? Right, right. To do it. to do right? I was going to a bachelor party when I was in my 20s and, and everybody was going to a strip club and I said, I don't believe in them, I've never been in one. I get them. So why would I want to go into a place where I can see women dance around with almost nothing on, sometimes they might take it off completely, I can't touch them, I can't have sex with them, and I can put money into their little shit to have them dance nasty around me so that I can make myself completely super aroused and want to have sex, I can't do anything about it. Unless I happen to be into a place where they're hookers, and now I can pay them even more money to have sex with me and hope I don't catch some disease because everybody else is doing the same thing. Or I could spend the time going out with a woman, whining and dining her, spending probably the same amount of money but getting to know somebody on a on a uh, spiritual level, on a personal level, on an intimate level, and then quite possibly have a relationship with the same person. And then have meaningful sex or lovemaking instead of just, ah, 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 thanks, get out of here. You understand? So I said, no, I'm not going to go. And I took so much pressure from everybody there and I refused. I'm not, like, it doesn't matter what you say to me. I told them that. There's nothing you can say that is going to make me go in and pay money to watch women dance naked in front of me. I can do that on the internet for free. I can look at naked pictures on the internet for free. Why would I want to go here and have one right in front of me that I can't touch? It's going to frustrate me. It's going to make me want to go and jerk off. Why would I do that? and Pay money for that when well, I can do the same thing on the internet and have them further away and I can touch them just the same, not at all. And they didn't get it because they were in their with mind and they're like, oh, oh, let's look at naked women and have them do a lap dance on me where I can't touch them. I didn't do it to this I've never gone into a strip club and been it, ever. I'm 54 years old, and I'm probably one of the few human males in America that would have never been in a strip club. I didn't agree with it when I was younger, and I don't agree with it now. It's completely only designed to make men get frustrated and then go out and rape somebody and do something stupid because now they're drinking. They get drunk, they're horny as fuck, and then what are they going to do? They're going to go out and do something stupid because they're drunk and they're a bunch of guys at a bachelor party, and now they're going to ruin some woman's life or some guy's life, whichever, by raping them because they've worked themselves into a frenzy, all in the ego of their own ego of mine, and now they're justifying what their release is by doing damage to someone else. That is created by evil for people to do nefarious evil things. And even if you don't do that, it's still the same as using debauchery for you to pay money to torture yourself. Why would I engage in self torture? My friends didn't get it. I still didn't go in. I wasn't the only one, by the way. There were three of us who didn't go in out of all the guys who that. And two and one was the was the designated job. But the other two of us we were able to do it. We did not give up our morals to go in there, no matter what anybody said. They didn't So that was, you know, me looking at that and seeing that for what it was. Understanding what that was teaching meant. And refusing to be a part of it. And again, this is the things that go uh, through Leo's brain, his life. Simple things that you think are, you know, oh man, you're crazy, you won't go to part I don't want to have anything. Part of you, okay, that's fine, do no. That's when you draw the line for another human. Now, I don't want to talk to that guy because he's never watched some um, shit dance. I can see like it in movies. and you ever watched a movie? It every movie, right? That is any kind of movie that's today happening live and they go into a club. where do they have? Women dancing around naked in there, and even the comedies have them fighting with, uh, you know, in mud or in yellow or whatever. So you want to see that? You can see it. Well, I want to see it live. Well, how's that different? And I can it's cut The second you go over and touch that body, you have 40 fucking uh, guys come running out of the back room, beat your ass, and throw you out into the street. How's that working out for you? So you got the girl pull-sealed from that woman's shit, and now you have a broken arm, busted nose, your head split open, and they cost you on the street to so shit you yourself. Cool. Right? And then when you got to go home and explain to your girlfriend or your wife how that happened, you got to make up some bullshit story, and your friends eventually tell the truth anyway, and then you look really stupid because you lied to her, and then she's really pissed off, and they're like, she doesn't believe you dumbass, because you lied to her because you were copping the field on some fucking hookers ruin your whole fucking life you understand that's the stuff that we see that is you know that, that most people don't see how you get yourself into trouble by seemingly doing something that you think is kind of innocent and fun and that could go bad that was the decision you made to put yourself into that situation or not right and then like where's this thing when it gets to marriage where everyone says okay I'm getting married so I, I need to fuck someone else before I have sex with my wife, and I'm going to give her a venereal disease. She's not having a having a a bachelorette party, and she's fucking some other guy too. What's wrong with this picture? Well, my last for us, I'm going to go out and have sex with as many people as I can tonight, because tomorrow I'm going to be married, and I'm going to have sex with one person. I my wife, but I did that because she won't want to be my wife anymore. So I got to hope that she's sucking a bunch of guys' dicks out drink and drinking cum, so that tomorrow I won't know about it either. And then we'll find out in a week or two what kind of venereal disease we just gave her. That will be fun. We'll have to explain that to each other, that we're going to have our, our marriage getting old. Perfect American uh, way of life. <laughs> you understand? All of that can be avoided by understanding that it's a trap. Right? All of that is, like Don said, right? It's the cosmic karma, the divine law, right? What do you think about the flower of life? Like this site. And then he's got uh Dranvallo. Oh, is that Junvallo like Dranvallo? That's the, the title, right? Like I know Junvallo uh Maltese. Deck, um so I haven't clicked on there to see what, what that exactly is, but it's Junvalo, so that if it's Junvallo.net, then that would be the the, the the you get the title that's the title. Junvallo is like a, a and the Maltese deck is the title too. they they're like a priestly title. So uh, I'm not sure because I haven't been to that. I'll have to take a look. But if it's the flower of life, I'm sure it's like the lotus, or like the one that we have uh, that I put up here for for our uh, you know our sacred uh, awakening. And we have the flower of life, one of the one of the, one of the uh, you know like the lotus and, and, and different flowers that we use uh, as that symbol, right? And the symbol of life, and that the same with the spirals that you watch the beginning of my show uh, on the MP4 version. You see the video during the song. So that is that. That would represent that uh, energy. That is the uh, the uh, creation, the, the the God particle, the the, uh, the you know the hex boson, the the golden mean ratio, the creation itself, the logos. Right. Right. Yeah. So Don says I'm not going into the cinema if asked to wear a mask. Dog muzzle. Laugh out loud. I agree. Right. Well, you can watch the movie, but you got to put a diaper over your face to watch the movie. You know, the thing that doesn't actually help you or stop you from getting COVID even says that as a disclaimer on the box when you buy it. <laughs> but they want you to wear that because it makes other people feel good because they've sold them fear into believing that I, I don't either. I refuse to go. The only place that I will go into where I'll actually put on a mask is, in fact, a hospital. And even then, when I was in the hospital, I didn't have a mask. them nuts. I got up to go for a walk with a walker and I walked out into the hallway, okay? And I had the nurses like, oh, oh, mask. Yes. I'm like, okay, so I have C. diff and all you guys are worried about is my breath. <laughs> right? I'm like, you guys are more worried. I, I got tested negative. They tested me up my freaking nostrils for COVID and I'm negative, so I'm not going to give you COVID, okay? And I'm not going to transmit C. diff through my breath, right? You guys are worried about my breath because I don't have a mask on. When I don't have feet when I don't have COVID tested negative, don't have it. Never got the shot. Never got any of the fucking uh, pills. Nothing. I still don't have COVID. Don't have any part of it in my body. Right? They didn't test for antibodies, but yet they were more concerned with me being out there not in a hazmat suit, which I should have been. They're more concerned with me not having a diaper over my face. I just turned around and walked back into my room. I didn't go for a walk there. I didn't wear a mask the whole time I was in there. Even when someone came into my room, you put on the fucking hazmat suit, and you're going to be okay, uh, and you come in, and I didn't put a mask on. Someone said, you should have a mask on. I said, are you wearing one? They said, yeah, and then you're not going to get anything from me, are you? Well, sir, you should still, is the law? Is there a law in this state that says, I have to have a mask on while I'm in this hospital? Well, no, but there's a mandate. Mandate does not mean law. Mandate means the governor said, "I think it's a good idea that you wear a mask." Didn't make it a law. You can't. Therefore, I'm not breaking any law. I'm not doing anything wrong. I just don't choose to listen to the governor. I don't think he's qualified to tell me whether I should or should not wear a mask. Well, he's going by the CDC guidelines. The same guys who said we shouldn't be wearing a mask before, they said we should be wearing a mask. And then said we shouldn't be wearing a mask after they said we should be wearing a mask. And then after they said we should be wearing a mask, said we shouldn't be wearing a mask. And then again turned it around, said we should have three masks on, then three masks. And then said that none of that actually works and that even the shot doesn't work. And that we should get another booster, another booster, another booster. And now that seems to work. And the mask didn't seem to be stopping anything. So why should I be wearing a mask again? By that time, they used to look at me like I was blue and walk away. And I didn't have a name. What was that? I say, continue doing and boycott them. And I tell everybody this when it comes to that stuff: boycotting. them. go into a store and they say, "Sure, you can't come in here without a mask on. Okay, I'm not going to leave the any store yet. to another so one. Eventually, people are going to say, please come in here because if enough people do what you are doing, they won't make any money and they're going to go, fuck that mask thing, come in and spend money, please. I don't think that you by yourself can't make a difference because when you lead by example, other people follow. I was knighted by the Holy Roman Catholic Church, the Holy Roman Catholic Church. you go to school to become a knight is a way of life. And they teach you in there that people are sheep and do not lead themselves. It takes someone to lead them. And they teach you as a knight to become that leader, knowing that if you stand, others will stand with you. Sometimes they don't do it right away. Other times, they do. And you can show this. And I showed this to my son when we were riding the train. And we were riding the train. And we were sitting down. And people came in. And no one was offering women and old people their seats. And I pointed that out to my son. And I said, the next person that comes in, I'm going to offer their and a seat to them. Whoever this person is, old. I'm going to stay here. Please take my seat. I'm younger. You, can, I'll stand. You can sit. He said, OK. And they did. So the next person that came in, he offered his seat. He stood with me. He said, now what? say a word. Every stop we went to after that, another man or woman who was young offered themselves their seat to an older person who locked in from that point on. But they didn't do it until I initiated it. And I became the leader. And other people followed because it was the right thing to do. Do you understand? So by you saying, I'm not going in that theater because of that, tell your friends that. Tell your family that. Let everybody know. I'm not going there because they're wanting me to wear a mask, so I'm not going to do it. And then afterwards, when they say, now you can come in without a mask, wait, weren't you the guy who didn't want to let me come in here and and pay money to watch a movie in here because I didn't put a diaper on my face? Yeah, I don't think that I'm going to come in here now and pay you because you went along with what they said before. And didn't want my business. But now, all of a sudden, you want my business. I'm going to take my business elsewhere. And you watch how many other people go, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea, bro. He was one of those guys. And then these people are going to go, wait, no, please, come in. We just had to do that because of the mandate. You had a choice. They would have ruined us. They would have destroyed us. Not if we all stood up against them. They have to become dictators. Look what they did in Canada. They have to book themselves in for life and change the laws to become dictators to stop people when they rebel. Look what they're doing here in America. They blocked off the city. Blocked off the city. You don't know this, but there were truckers that started in Los Angeles, California, who were driving to the capital of the United States in Washington, D.C. They blocked the exits from the highways and freeways and all roads into the city. And did not allow them to even get near the Capitol because of fear. They put up all of the uh, steel gates around the Capitol and then blocked the city off like the Gestapo. I'm sorry, sir, you can't come here. Turn around. You see what they had to do? They had to resort to tyranny to stop it because the optics. They didn't want the world to see on camera People in the capital of the United States, just like in Canada, because there's a difference between the United States and the people getting in there and the capital and honking their horn. because when that shit went, if they would have came out and started stealing gasoline and stealing tires and stealing wood and arresting people because they were sitting there playing in jumpy houses, that motherfucking shit would go down completely different in this country and there would be a revolution. They you hell know it. So they're afraid of that, now they're keeping people out of the fucking city all together. You understand? And that shit won't last either. Because the people of this country are going to vote their asses out of office in November. Watch what happens. They're going to cheat like crazy. Watch the craziness that goes on in these in these uh, the, I said these religions in these these elections coming up in November here in the United States. You thought the last election was fucking crazy? with all the weird, crazy shit that went on that everyone said, nothing was seen here. That's just bullshit. A lie. A lie made up by the by that orange guy, that potato chip, uh, that, that that guy who's Cheetos, that Cheetos guy. Yeah, yeah. He made that stuff up. Watch the crazy corruption that happens in this next election because there's nothing they got left. They got nothing left because all of their own people are voting against them. Watch what happens. You're, you're going to see. It's going to be probably a revolution in the United States. Because people are going to go, I don't know a goddamn person who voted for a Democrat. No one. No one. Show of hands. Somebody stand up and say, I voted Democrat. No one. How did you guys win by a landslide when no one voted for you? Okay? So you're going to see that a lot of things are going to change in the United States come this November. And they're going to hope that we have open war. That way they can just kill us. That's what they want anyway. They want to have a a revolution, a a war that to kill us. I can't wait ping is people who the continue they're trying to drum up as they did in January 6th in Canada they're trying to convince look at what Russian doing Vladimir Putin told his people that the Nazis took over Ukraine to get them to go to war Nazis. Nazi Germany has arisen in Ukraine that's what they told them. still telling them that and now he's arresting his own people for protesting sound familiar? Yeah, the current world is just a stage of, of the main crazy actors in the cabal. 100%. Agreed. Right? And, yeah, yeah. Don says here the mandate to suck is, you know, it, it's not law, but only on a stupid agreement that one has a choice not to agree. Well, I mean, that's the way we are here, too. But if everybody stands up to that choice, Everybody stands up to it and says, no, I refuse. They can't arrest everybody and put them all in jail. They can't. But they have so many people under the guise of fear that people are afraid to stand up. Those people who are standing up will be, be heroes. In the future, they will be the heroes. Of the Just like in this country. I got my shit deleted for two and a half years. I got an entire channel taken down off YouTube because I was standing for what I believe in. And everything that I said has come to fruition to be true, not fake, not made up, not a conspiracy theory, not Russian disinformation or misinformation, but actual facts that is being investigated on criminal charges within the world courts and within the courts of the United States of America. The only only reason why there's not so much uh, people going to jail is because the nefarious evil people are still in charge for now. Yes. Right? It's, well, everything is a distraction. You need to understand He says He asked the question Is Trump coming back over Biden, etc.? Ukraine, North Russia is another distraction. Yes, it is. Um, yes, Trump's still running in. They only announced it when. Yeah, so there's laws here in America. Pardon me, I'll put the foot back there. There's laws in America, the election laws, that you can't announce that you're running for a public office until a certain time, because otherwise there would be people just like they're doing now, they're just running for office 24 hours a day. The Democrats are still running for office, even though they've won the presidency, they're running for office today. They're trying to figure out who they're going to put up against any Republican coming up at 2024. Joe Biden's probably not even going to be alive then. If he's alive, he's going to be so uh, so dumb. Because he's gonna be so lost in in his uh Alzheimer's that he won't make any sense at all. So it's not gonna be him. They know there's not gonna be Camelco Harris. She's the most hated person uh in this country. The devil would have a better time getting elected. Literally showing up with pitforks and uh horns uh and you know and the and the tail that's painted red it would have an easier time to get elected as president than than Camelco Harris. Okay maybe in the state of California, her, her approval rating was at 18%, but only 18% of the Democrats voted, and they all voted for her, so she won by 18% vote, which was, that was all the people who voted, 18% of the 40 million uh, Californians, they all voted for her, okay, so that's how she got voted in, right, and then as the vice president, it was because everyone was like, well, she's a woman of color, although she looks. She doesn't look black. She's half um, half African American and half uh, uh, something else, like Afghani or I don't know what, something else, the Indian, I think. But she looks more of that than she does than she does being a woman of color, quote unquote. Right? So she calls herself black, and I'm looking at her going, "What part of you? Your hair? Because all the rest of your DNA doesn't say African American at all, not a piece of it." Right? And that was like Barack Obama. Barack Obama's Barack Obama's skin color said he was African American. His features were white Anglo-Saxon features. He looked like my father. In fact, my family joked that my father, my father, might have been Barack Obama's illegitimate father. Okay? That's how much he looked like my family. Only he has dark skin. But his frame, the way he's built. Clones, every part of him is Western European. Let's be serious. Okay, that DNA that makes up Barack awesome. Hussein Obama does not come out of Africa. His skin color came out of Africa. Okay, so if you look at that in the whole grand scheme of things, I'd love to see his DNA test You see how much of him is African and how much of him is European. I would almost wager he's 70 30 on the European side. He called himself the first black president. I say he's the first. Black Irish president. Okay? Because the Irish people who they'll tell you that there's a dark side for the Irish people that we call Black Irish, which is the darker skin, darker hair, darker color, uh eyes, Irish people. My clan is in black Irish clan. I'm a frobat. Okay. I'm the I'm the recessive king. You saw my brothers and my sisters who would go, Wow, where did you get Okay. They look Hispanic. Some of them are. are very blended. And my brother's got African American kids. Right? They're half half white and half African American. Okay? My sister's got Native and, and Mexican kids. Right? They're half Native, half, half some of them are Native, some of them are Mexican. All my sisters are that way. Two of my sisters have kids that are half Native. Okay? We're very blended. I don't look it. <laughs> okay? I don't look it because. Eighty-five percent of my DNA comes from Europe. The rest is the Native American, uh, Mexican, uh, in Greek, Roman. I don't have any African. in me. I don't have any African. Nothing, because I'm proud. I'm saying that because I don't. It's the thing. I don't have that. Um, I, my DNA is mostly from Europe. And then when we got out here to California, um, you know, my, my great grandmother was, was half German, half Native. Therefore, I'm. Three percent, three percent almost five My father was a court. That makes me a one eighth or So but that was because of living out here, moving to the west coast of the United States, and marrying a girl who was half third, and half native right? the great grandfather. My grandfather married a German who was half grade and half German. My grandfather, not my great grandfather, my grandfather. Okay. So that made my father a quarter and me, whatever it is, an anchor in a second or whatever. point five percent. Five percent. So yeah, we'll see coming in the election, but from what I'm told, unless the Republican Party doesn't want him and they find somebody else to bet it. I think that's gonna happen because you still have the party still torn in the two, with their forever swampers. Right? And then those people who are, uh, you know, Trump, uh, ideologists, not, you know, they're, 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 uh, they're for the nation, they're for the people, uh, America first, and the world government cabal last. That's accomplished. Okay? Does that mean that, you know, everyone's like, oh, he's just as evil as all the rest of them? You can believe there is no one good in every government if you want to. That is absolutely a lie. If the governments were completely evil, this would be a completely different thing because they would have 100% full power to change everything. Since they haven't been able to do that 100% and lock everybody down as a slave, that tells you that some of the people in your own government are not them and they're not you. So, looking at the, it's, it's weird that people will say, well, you know, it's the government and they always lie and they'll accept that. And it's okay. They'll say, well, well, there's nothing we can do about it. They're going to elect themselves anyway. But yet when we say no, we get someone else elected. America proved that when, by against all odds, and including the money they spent, Donald Trump was not supposed to get elected. But the people voted him in. They couldn't lie about that. It was there. you understand? The second time, they had to lie about it. That'll come out in the end as well. They're going to lie about it again. And if everything they can. To nefariously rig the elections in their favor because they still want to pack the court and change the laws and make it a one party government in the United States. Know that they're going to try that. Know that they're going to do Okay? Because what you see is what reality is. So when you accept it for yourself, politicians and politicians are all crooked and it's okay. There's nothing we can do about it. We can just sit back and eat that sandwich. That is saying to the universe, I accept the fact that everyone's evil in my government, and that's what they're supposed to be, because that's what I'm putting out there. You understand? I'm making it so, and we're all in agreement that only evil people get elected, and only evil people are in charge, and that's the way we want it, because that's what we're saying is normal. You understand how quickly and how innocently something you think turns nefarious against you? These are the things you need to be aware of on a conscious level 24 hours a day. That's living the law of one, living the law of practice, living the way. You need to say, no, it is not okay. They are not all evil and they will not live. Period. No matter what they say to you. We are all powerful, all seeing, all knowing, and we can take away your freedom when you feel like it. No, you can't, or you would have already done it. We all know that. They can't take away the guns from the Americans, or they would have already done it. Not without bloodshed, not without a civil war, not without the world being blown into bits. They know it, they've ran every scenario known to mankind, and they understand that it can't happen or they would do it, and it would be over with now. You need to understand those facts and be objective about life. The Australian government cannot make you a slave. Why? They would have already done it if they thought they could. They're trying to push you into a place to allow them. They're trying to push you into a place to fear to accept that. but you haven't gotten there yet, or you would be done. Do you understand? There would be no internet for you, because the internet means freedom to you. You can hear people like me speaking to you. So Australia, you're still free because you're free. You understand that? You're free when you believe you're free, and you're only free until you don't believe you're free. Once you say to yourself, "Wow, I'm a slave and I'm not free," you're no longer free, and you now are a slave because you told yourself that, and you start living that way. You understand? So. Little teeny things that you think don't mean anything mean everything. Everything that you think that is negative, you're reinforcing negativity. Everything you say that is negative, you're reinforcing negativity. There's a reason that people like me who know prophecy did not speak about prophecy for 35 years. Because to speak about it propagates it. To tell people what could be evil and go bad puts fear into people, and they feed that fear, and they feed that prophecy, and they make the prophecy happen. you understand? People who invent prophecy are usually people trying to invent evil shit to happen in the future, and they're trying to pretend to you that it's not that way. Even when they say these things do not necessarily need to come to pass, they can be changed. Well, then why fucking tell anyone about them? And why tell people about them? If they're not, if they don't have to be, then no one knows about it. They won't be because no one knows about it to make it happen. And only a few people can't make reality. It's everyone's belief system to make reality. So if everyone accepts, well, the government's just in charge and we just can't do anything about it, and it doesn't matter who we vote for because they're going to put their person in charge anyway you are telling the universe, this is how it works. My vote doesn't count. I'm a slave, and they're just in charge. I accept it. And then you become that because everyone believes it. We are co-creators of the reality. So if we say, well, they're just taking control, now you're giving them control eventually because they're taking control currently giving them control. They are taking control. I have given them that. And if I tell you that and you think that, you're right. We're giving them the control. But then you are. You're admitting it. You're surrendering the control to them. Do you understand? That's why I say they're going to attempt this and they're going to lose. Because I'm being objective. They're going to try to lie and shoot and steal. It is in their nature they have to. I'm not saying that because I'm making that their nature. It is in the nature of the yin-yang in this place. Acknowledging nature is not giving them control. It's acknowledging what their job is to do. They're an ego. Their job is to try and force you to believe in them as the ego. Your choice is to say no or yes. And because it's an individual choice, when I say no and you say yes, At some point, you and I are going to part ways in our reality. I'm going to go to the place where they are not in control. You're going to be stuck as a lesser person with a lesser voice in a place where they are in control. Because you didn't avoid the trap by seeing its existence. You didn't change your own narrative inside your own mind to a positive being. And you kept repeating the negative shit that they're telling you to repeat over and over. I am a robot. I am a robot. This is a matrix. And I am stuck here. I am a prisoner. And this is there in charge. And there's nothing I can do. And I need to just shut up and do what I've told to do because they're in charge. And there's nothing I can do about that. And so the more you tell yourself that, the more that gets reinforced. And the more it happens and the more you believe it. Because if you tell something someone to someone enough and often enough and you beat them down, they start to say it to themselves. You understand? Or they don't, because deep down inside themselves, they are not that, and they refuse to believe it. You're one or the other. You have to decide which one you are. What wolf am I going to feed? Am I going to feed the ego, or am I going to feed my freedom of my soul? That's why when people start are you afraid they're going to kill you? No. Because I know what happens to me after I die here. I'll just come back and do it all over again. I'll be a thorn in their fucking side, and I'll live in a different place, a different town. I'll be have a different name, a different look, and this soul will still be there fighting them. They don't win; they just slow me down. But they just make me do what I'm even stronger now, because the people who remembered me are going to go. They killed him for what he believed. You understand? So I choose the positive and not the negative. It's hard work. You have to do it all the time. We have to constantly reinforce that within ourselves. Free the mind, right? And connect to the heart. That's great. And the gut, instant. Right? John said that. we will put that up there. Okay? Free your mind and your ass will follow. Free your mind and your ass will follow. What? A song here in America from the 80s and 90s. But it's true, though. So you get that you, you have to become objective in your reasoning and thinking and understand that they've been programming negativity into your thought process your entire life. So you have to fix you before you can fix the world. Because you're part of the problem. You have to become part of the solution. To do that, you have to be objective with yourself, honest with yourself, and humble with yourself and say, wow, they fucked me up and I've accepted it, that's it. From here on out, I know that there's a trap, my own ego, the alternative ego, the external ego that is the Internet, the external ego that is the television, the news, all of that's another ego. They're all tele- keeping me in the same place. So I have to rise above that. How do I do that? I have to fix me. Get the negative stuff out. Pull it out. Pull it out. Every time I take the negative part, why did I do that? No, it's not that. Find a positive in everything negative, and eventually you only find positive because you push all the negative away. It takes a lot of work. Constant, because they constantly bombard you with negative. So you have to combat the negative, not accept the negative into yourself, and, and get that negative out of the, the thought process of you. Right? Well, I'm not going to vote because it doesn't matter who I vote for. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Politicians are just all evil. They're like lawyers are all evil. No, they're not. If they were all evil, we would be in shackles. We're not. You they're not all evil. Okay? I said this before. I got into an argument on, on Skull Island. right? Because they were like, I don't vote and I never vote because why should I vote because I'm never going to change a thing. And I said, I can't change their politicians. So you can't change the ones that are evil that are in there now. They're all in their 80s about to die. Okay? What you can do is whatever city you live in, watch dogs, the, dog, the schools, and the city board and the, the council and everyone around you on a small level when they're just baby politicians entering into the mix. Keep them in line on the straight and narrow and don't allow them to get evil and wrong. when one see them immediately Vote them out of office for people who aren't. Only vote in those who are not corrupted. And when you see them become corrupted, vote them out and try another person. Eventually, you're going to get somebody in there who's not nefarious and narcissistic. It just, it's just—it's going to happen. Okay, so if everyone does that on a grassroots level, you start there. Most people over twenty or thirty years become your president and your parliament. If you weed out the evil ones when they're little and keep them on the straight and narrow, it's the same thing as raising your children. You keep them on the straight and narrow as long as you can, and hope that you create a good person in the mix. And if you do your job right. They become a decent person and have a better chance at making decisions that are good decisions in their life that make better decisions for their life instead of evil and and uh, you know self-serving and instant gratification. You do the same thing with politicians and you weed them. We have the evil politicians that are in office now because our parents and our grandparents made them and allowed them to be evil and let them do that. You don't try to change the ones that have been evil for 15 years. They're set in their evil way. You wait for them to die. You let them. You vote them out. You vote in new people that are not evil. And when you discover that they lied to you and they're evil, you vote their ass out and get somebody else in there. Eventually you'll find people that are not be able to be corrupted. you will start taking the jobs. But you first have to start voting out those who are corruptible. Okay? That's how it works. So you have to start on a very small level and work your way. That's what they do. They teach and indoctrinate our children and indoctrinate people with programming on television. They get you when you're in school and teach you the hatred of your country and to teach you all kinds of slavery and bad shit, and that you're evil just because of the color of your skin. The whole nine. It's what they call critical race theory here in the United States. Rampant. It. it took over the schools. 40, 50 fucking 60 years ago, I said this when my uh, stepson was in freaking grade school, okay? He's 30-something now. 27 years ago, I was going, what the fuck are these people our kids? But I was one in a million, not one in a hundred, right? Not one in ten. Now, it's one in a hundred and one in ten Question: What the fuck are they doing? So, 30 years ago, when I was doing it, I was crazy, hippie, Shut up and don't ask questions or take the child from you. I kept fighting him. We pulled him out of public school and put him in private school, put him in homeschool until he was a teenager, and we put him back into high school so that he would have that to do, to draw on, to be around kids his own age. But by then, he was he was completely aware of their indoctrination and was able to fight that off and ignore that and still have the experience as a teenager with other teenagers having fun playing sports and doing all the stuff. We had him in sports his whole life anyway. But now it was with classmates, not just with people that he was in the sport with. And that worked. And then he went to college. And in college, he knew what they were doing too. So we were able to control that for him. It made him a better person. But if we had you left him in public school, he'd probably be, you know, Black Lives Matter and be part of Antifa. Antifa's weird, man. Over here in the United States, there's not a single person of color in Antifa. At least the ones that get caught. Maybe they're not the stupid ones, maybe the smart ones run away. Every single person that I've ever seen that has ever been unmasked as Antifa was a white, privileged, middle- to upper-class American kid who's been indoctrinated. None of them were African American, Mexican American, Asian American, Native American, or any other race. They're all white people that have been indoctrinated in white schools, paid for by white people, These think white supremacy. They're the ones who are the anti-fascists, who are the biggest fascist organizations on the face of the earth, just the brown church of Nazi Germany. And they're all white. Think about that. Indoctrination. Fear. Acceptance. Being in service to that fear. submissive, Subjective. Who are those things will be run over by those people. Objectivity, realism, love, creation. That's living the life. Okay? So here we are, two hours and 37 minutes here. That's my show Right? So I probably lost half of the people listening, but those of you who missed it on the MP3 file, you guys did. <laughs> Looking at my ugly mug here, one thing. Right? All right, guys. So this is Friday. I'll be back tomorrow morning uh, here in America at, I believe, 9 uh, a.m. my time on West Coast America. We'll be on the air for those of you. Uh, I was going to do a giveaway. Uh, I didn't have time. I was going to give away a ticket, but I but I think I have a person, uh, a couple of people that I know are needy to give away the tickets for. So I, I, I'm sorry for those of you who uh, want to get a ticket. I, sent that. I put that link up there, I think, earlier for you guys to see uh and I'll, I'll put it up again uh if you guys want to buy a ticket for our, our uh, retreat tomorrow um take a look it's going to be really cool like i said i was going to do a giveaway here but i i, I think i i don't uh, wait a minute um mess up here. sorry um but yeah i think that that instead of doing the giveaway i think it would be better served for me to give uh the last ticket or two that i have uh to some people that I know are needy, not just lucky. Okay. So, for those of you uh, who want to get a ticket, and you still can because we still have some available, uh, but not many because they're going pretty quick, there's a link uh, for you in the YouTube page and in the Facebook page where you can get a ticket uh, for our uh, retreat tomorrow. It's going to be a probably um, six to eight hour event plus a panel, and the people are going to be uh, giving you a lot of good information. And like I said, I'm going to be I'm a Reiki master teacher. I'm going to be giving you some good Reiki energy and then teaching you how to ascend uh, into that higher place and uh, and, and stay focused in that place of witnessing and experiencing outside the reach of the thinking mind and outside the reach of the ego, uh, the the egoic mind. uh, And that's the place, the minimum safe distance that you need to reach to attain spiritual freedom from this matrix when the time comes so to feel that and to know the place is to strive back to that place and to have the ability to strive back to that place okay Um, and to know the place first right to to know the place is then to realize the place where you're trying to get to and then it becomes easier to sustain yourself in that place more and more often. And if you can do that on a regular basis and train yourself to get all that negative out, it becomes so much easier uh, to do that. And the more you put yourself into that place, the easier it becomes. And then you can ascend past that place uh, into the higher realms from there. And once you are able to achieve that minimum safe distance, uh, it becomes far easier than breaking through that original place. The truth is, you do it all the time, and I'm going to teach you that tomorrow. There's going to be all kinds of people. There's going to be six of us who are going to have some really good conversations with you. So right. So, thank you. And those of you who shared this, John, thank you. And those of you who were here and shared this, those of you who are still here, uh, thank you. And I love you guys. Uh, I'll have this up on the MP3 file uh, shortly for those people who listen to our MP3. That'll be out uh, shortly for you. And then tomorrow we'll be doing that, and hopefully we'll get some of that up for you guys on the MP3 file as well later on. Uh, but I'm not sure if we're going to do that or not. But definitely the retreat's going to be cool, and it is on the solstice and on the full moon. So check it out, unless you live on the other side of the planet, like you guys in Australia. Then it's going to be on the waning uh, part of the full moon, but it's still going to be on the solstice, right? Go right after that. All right, guys, have a great uh, night. If I don't see you uh, tomorrow at the retreat, and hopefully I'll see you on Wednesday for uh, uh, for Scroll Island, which is at 4 p.m. West Coast America time, Wednesday, my time, Wednesday, 4 p.m., uh, Wednesday of my time, and that's on YouTube on Skull Island Pirate Cast or Facebook, on the Skull Island Pirate Cast um, uh, page, right? And on D Live, we we simulcast all three of those places. All right, guys, I love you. Have a great weekend. Uh, this is Orion Rising. I'm your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show. And I'll see you guys later.